It is a cold, rainy, and windy night here at the West Allis Sports Complex here at the C.G. Schmidt Broadcast Booth. Fortunately, we are uh, in the warmer press box here at the east side of this West Allis Sports Complex, and this is Hilltop for Football on the award-winning 101.7 The Truth. I'm Evan Wittallison, joined by my producer, Rhea Riley, and my broadcast partner, Joe Damask here, and last week was the first extremely cold game of the year. This week is the first real rainy game of the year, and I know you just played in a rainy game last uh, last night here. Definitely an element you got. Ball security has got to be key here tonight against the West at West Alice Hale Huskies. Absolutely, and uh, thank you, Evan, and welcome uh, Hilltopper fans. Certainly bringing uh, the weather here on uh, Friday the 13th. Uh, to an appropriate start. It is, uh, it's brutal conditions out there. The wind is blowing. It's pushing the rain basically uh, from end zone to end zone here, coming down pretty heavy. Uh, the uh, Hilltoppers, though, are ready. They know they spent a lot of time today uh, putting together uh, tents that they brought to keep equipment dry. All the players have their coats, and uh, they're ready to go. Yep, and the Hilltoppers will kick off. Eric Schmidt gets the ball to kick off from into the other you know kickoff from left to right on the radio dial we have two west dallas hail players standing at the goal line and we'll see how these windy conditions affect the um most of the time a touchback here for eric schmidt we'll see if he can have the leg to get it through this wind the kick is away it's on the field bouncing picked up by one of the up backs and he's trying to make a man miss, goes across the field, and he is not going to get much, and he's brought down at about the 32-yard line. It's going to be first and 10 Huskies at their own 32. And I think Marquette uh, strategically had him squib the ball down the middle of the field here, uh, and they will take over approximately at the uh, 31-yard line. The defense for the Hilltoppers is pretty much the same as we have seen, Orobani, Kowalik and Fisher on the defensive line. Nigro, Roder, Schramm, and Knacker at linebacker. Womack, Tomlinson, Monrio, and O'Brien in the secondary. The Huskies break the huddle. Lining up in a pistol formation, kind of tight formation. Uh, the star running back for them, Lytel, directly behind quarterback. Ustruck uh, takes a snap, gives it to Lytel, looking for some running room. Gets a few yards before being roped down. It's going to be about a second and four. Nice start there for the Huskies, about a four-yard gain. You see they bring in uh, the receiver. They play uh, tight here in these weather conditions, but that's the name that uh, Marquette is keying on tonight, um, and we're hoping that by the play, by the rain, uh, that Marquette's able to stop him and prevent him from having a big game here. He's their leading rusher. He is their leading receiver, and he is uh, Mr. Do-It-All, and We'll see if he gets the ball again here on second and six. Your math skill is definitely better than mine <laughs> here early on in this game. The Huskies break the huddle, have two receivers tight to the right. Um, Lytel directly behind the quarterback in the pistol formation, takes the snap, pitches it to Lytel, off to the right, finds running room, gets through, gets enough for the first down, and gets right near midfield. Going to give him the 46. 46-yard line. It's going to be first and 10. And, and Owen Lytel, the senior, is the name we're talking about on the season. He has 581 yards, averaging. Uh, well, that 501 is uh, rushing, uh, pa- receiving, I'm sorry, yards. receiving yards. 
Yeah, he's got 1,300 yards on the ground. Sorry, my print's a little small there. Huskies back out on the line of scrimmage. Wing back to the left, tight, for, tight end to the right. Takes the snap, gives it to Lytel again, up the middle, and he gets maybe two or, th- nope, keeps going, broke the tackle, and gets across midfield. Tackled at the Hilltopper 49. You mentioned uh, 1,334 yards on the ground, 581 passing, 17 total touchdowns for Owen Lytel. And so far on this first drive, they've been feeding him the ball. He's been churning out yardage against what's been a, a very tough run Marquette defense. The Hilltoppers have only given up points to two teams so far this season, Sussex Hamilton and uh, Arrowhead. And the Huskies have a drive going here in the first quarter, takes the snap, gives it to Lytel, off to the left, cuts up the middle, and he's tackled after a couple-yard gain. It's about a one-yard gain, going to bring up third down and four. They try try coming off left tackle here. Uh, Senior captain Bryce Roeder coming up from his middle linebacker position to stuff him at the line. Uh, bringing up, as you said, about third and five. We might have a flag on the field. The officials are discussing something right now. Not sure what they are discussing. I didn't see any yellow on the field, but they do take a pause in action to stop uh, take an official timeout to talk about something, and we'll see what the decision is here momentarily. West Dallas Hale comes out with, as you mentioned, Quinn Ustruck at the quarterback position. Ustruck has uh, thrown for over 1,000 yards this season, uh, 11 touchdowns uh, compared with 13 interceptions. Marquette gets a personal foul caught against them, walk off 15 yards, and it'll be a first down for the the Huskies, and they are going to be, gonna be marked at the... Inside the, oh, just outside the 30-yard line, about the 30, about the 37-yard line. Break the huddle. Luke Shaning is another player to keep an eye on for these Huskies. He's a top receiver, too. Takes a snap. Going to option it. Pitches it to Lytel. Finds the lane. Breaks through. It gets in the secondary. Inside the 20. Still going. And he gets brought down. After a huge gain, and he's going to be tackled inside the 15. Yeah, Marquette uncharacteristically struggling here on this first drive defensively. Normally they come out, and we're used to seeing uh, three and outs here. Uh, that option that we just saw out of uh, West Hellas Hale is certainly a play that Marquette has been preparing for. They ran it uh, yesterday on the JV and freshman level. It's one that Marquette has scouted and prepared for, but what you can't prepare for is that speed and power of Lytel, and he showed it off there. Uh, I believe there's a flag on the play, though. Yep. I might bring this back. There was a penalty, uh, likely a hold, and it's going to back it up from the top, uh, from the spot of the foul. So they're going to give him the first down, but then back it up 10 yards. It's going to be first and 15. The Huskies break the huddle. It's more of a shotgun than a pistol. He's more in the shotgun formation with Lytel directly behind him. Has a fullback to his left. Takes a snap. Option pitch to the right. Puts it on the ground. Lytel picks it up. And he finds some running room and gets brought down. A gain of one, avoided disaster, and they're going to give him two yards, actually. That's really the first play we've seen the weather come um, into effect here. Quarterback, Ustruck had it, uh, comes down the line of scrimmage uh, to his right, goes to pitch it um, to Lytel, and the ball just slipped out of his hands, didn't even make it more than about a yard. They're lucky that uh, Lytel was able to pick it up and, and get what he could on that play going to be second and 12 for the 
for the Huskies here. Break the huddle, move Luke Shaning to the right of the formation. More of a H a wing. Lights out directly behind. You struck again. Takes the snap. Gives it to him up the middle. Nowhere to go. Gains maybe a half a yard before being turned back. They're going to say he got to the 35. Yeah, uh, tried a straight dive play there. That's right onto the lap of Rotor again. I don't think they're going to have much much success running up the middle against those uh, three defensive linemen and two middle backers here. Their success right now has come off the edge um, in, in that C gap and on the option plays. Taking a lot of time in the huddle right now is the Huskies. You struck going to the sideline, all the way to the sideline to get the play. And with this running game and this pace of the offense, you're keeping a ball out of the hand of a very high-scoring high Marquette offense. It's going to be third and 12 at the 35-yard line, same formation. Eustruck takes the snap, pitches it to Lytell, looking for a lane, cuts it back across, and he gets roped down for a very short gain. They're going to give him a yard, but it looked like it was more about a half a yard before he got brought down. Mitchell Nigro there on the tackle, great job of staying home. Uh, they start off going left. Lytell tries to cut it back on sort of that zone play. Uh, Nigro stayed home, was able to make the play on the uh, cutback. Caden Lee in to punt the football for the Hilltoppers. Also, I mean, for the Huskies kicking it to the Hilltoppers. Lee is also a wide receiver, so this is kind of perfect territory to pull off a fake. So you got to watch out for that. The snap is away. The kick is off, and it's going to be a short kick, going to bounce at the 10, and... Looks like it went in the end zone, and it's going to be a touchback. And that was very close. It bounced at about the two, took a hop back towards the field. Uh, no Huskies down there, though, to grab it, and then bounced the other way, went into the end zone by about a yard or two. I, if I was the Huskies on that, Evan, I don't know. Uh, they might not get that many chances inside the 30-yard uh, line of Marquette. I might have gone for it there, even though it was about fourth and ten. Yeah, probably would have been better off going for it. But instead, we get the Hilltoppers for the first time on offense here today, led by quarterback Peter McDevitt and running back Tommy Novotny. You have Thad Hoffman wide, wide to the right and Russell wide to the left. Shotgun formation for McDevitt, Novotny to his left. Then the man in motion takes a snap, pitch to Novotny. Nowhere to go, and he's going to lose a yard going off to the left. And the running to the left... Might be an issue here tonight as Mike Nolan is your starting left tackle here tonight for the for the Hilltoppers. Yeah, Jack Hart uh, not playing this evening, uh, nursing a bit of a leg injury, not uh, expected to be serious or miss much time here, but Mike Nolan, the junior, getting a start tonight. Two receivers right, and we're going to have timeout for the Hilltoppers. So... We're going to step away for 30 seconds here. The Hilltoppers talk about something they didn't like out on that play. This is Hilltopper football on the award-winning 101.7 The Truth. More of Marquette Hilltoppers football presented by Gruber Law Offices returns next. Hi, this is Rick Schmidt, CEO of CG Schmidt. For over 100 years, our family company has been creating exceptional facilities that improve the lives of others. We provide professional construction management services and have a passion for building and improving our communities here in Milwaukee and throughout the state. We are honored to be a longtime builder and supporter of Marquette University High School and are proud to sponsor Hilltoppers Football. Learn more about us and our construction services at cgschmidt.com. Good luck to the Hilltoppers from CG Schmidt. 
We are back with more Marquette Hilltoppers football presented by Gruber Law Offices on 1017 The Truth. Now back to Evan Witt-Tallison and Joe Damask in the broadcast booth. Peter McDevitt fakes the handoff to Tommy Novotny to the right. McDevitt goes to the left, and he gets a Hilltopper first down and then some. It's going to be a first and 10. Hilltoppers now at about the 33-34 yard line. Quick to the line of scrimmage. Two receivers to your left. Takes a snap, bobbles it, loses it, and Novotny gets it back, and it's going to be second and long for the Hilltoppers. Actually, McDevitt able to dive on that. There was a pile for it, but again, now that's the second play. We've seen the wet ball come into a pl- into play here. Uh, snap was there. wasn't a poor snap, just a slick ball coming back to the quarterback. Uh, and uh, is able to fall on it, thankfully, and preserve the possession here at about their own 25. Coming out the same formation, Novotny to the left of McDevitt. Uh, Russell and Hoffman out wide to your left. McDevitt claps the hands, takes a snap, gives it to Novotny to the right. He has a lane, finds a hole, gets through and tackled about the 31-yard line. Nice gain there by McDevitt. It's going to bring up, I mean, from Novotny, it's going to bring up a third and long. I know, Evan, you're, uh, you're on Tommy Watch tonight. You did yep. your research before the game here, and uh, Tommy, you said, is 55 yards shy of 1,000 yards on the season. So I know you'll be keeping track of that as we're all on Tommy Watch, hoping he gets those 1,000 uh, yards this season. Got about three there. Takes the snap. Fakes the pitch. I think he was supposed to pitch it, but Novotny had gone upfield already. McDevitt keeps it and fights his way just short of the 40-yard line. It's going to bring up a fourth down for the Hilltoppers. Fourth and about five yards here. It's going to be a decision here they're going to have to make. Uh, They're keeping their players on the field at this time. Nope, here comes the punting team. There we go. Here comes the punt team. Punt team led here by by Eric Schmidt, the the all-world punter. Also, Joey Spano out there as one of the gunners. He's been one of the top uh, tacklers on special teams this season. Jeremiah Morris back at the, about the just inside the 20-yard line to field this punt from Eric Schmidt. Ball security key here. Goes up and gets the higher snap. The punt is away, and it's going to bounce at about the 35 and keep bouncing, and it's going to be about the 25-yard line. It gets down. It's going to be first and 10 for the Huskies at the 25-yard line. We want to thank Gruber Law Offices for being the presenting sponsor of high school sports on the award-winning 101.7 The Truth. Gruber Law Offices has been serving our community for over 35 years, and they are proud to be part of the city of Milwaukee. If you or a loved one has been injured in an accident, call the winning team at Gruber Law Offices, and they will take care of you. They are here to help you 24-7 and have been serving Wisconsin for over 35 years. Make one call, that's all, 414-276-6666, or visit gruber-law.com. Husky takes a snap, pitches it to Lytel, goes off to his right, and gets to about the 27, they'll give him the 27-yard line before being brought down. Yeah, Marquette making a slight adjustment here with their defensive ends sort of bringing them outside to what we call a 90s technique, sort of getting on the outside shoulder uh, of those um, offensive tackles. They've been gaining a lot of ground in the C-gap off tackle. This defense is designed to prevent that, force them to go up the middle. Two two receivers, one to the left, one to the right. 
quarterback under center, takes the snap, traditional eye, gives, gives it to Lytel, and he goes nowhere, and they're going to lose a couple yards. Going to go back to the 25-yard line. It's going to bring up third and 10. And you can see some sort of inspiration there from uh, from Bryce Roeder as he comes up and makes the stuff his last game here, last game, last regular season game for all these seniors here. Uh, they seem to be pretty fired up now after that first series and uh, ready to rock and roll here as we approach the end of the first quarter. 2.53 here to go in the first quarter. It's nothing, nothing here at the West Dallas Sports Complex in the C.G. Schmidt broadcast booth. We have twins to your left. I formation, Lytel deep in the backfield, takes a snap, pitches it to Lytel to the left, cuts it up field, fights his way to about the 28-yard line before being brought down. It's going to be fourth down, and we're going to have another Husky punt. Mitchell Nigro making first contact there, also coming up uh, from his safety position uh, was Tomlinson, number 15, uh, to help finish off the tackle here. Marquette drops back. Uh, Murph Monreal here to return the punt. Looks like they're also bringing back uh, Tommy Novotny here to have two uh, punt returners for the first time this season. Sends a man in motion. The snap is away. The kick is up, and it's a high. Then we have a whistle. Stoppage of play. We're going to have dead ball false start on the Huskies. Back it up five yards. It's going to be another fourth down as well. It's going to be a little bit longer. Going to be fourth and about 11. And it was a short punt, so gets another chance to try to get off a better one. Last time... Uh... We saw a punt here when Marquette was punting just a few moments ago. Nathan Hale brought about four rushers here, almost got to the punt here. I would hope Marquette here returns the favor, brings a rush, uh, you know, one slip of the hand here, and that ball's going to wind up in the end zone. Could be a touchdown for Marquette. Snap is away. The kick is up and away. It's off to the right, and it's going to go out of bounds, a very short punt. We'll see where the official says it went out of bounds. He's walking up the field, goes past the 40, gets to the 35, and he's going to mark the first down. It's going to be first and 10 Hilltoppers at the Husky 35-yard line. Great field position for the Hilltoppers. Yeah, I think the net total there was about a, less than 10, maybe about an 8-yard punt there. So uh, Marquette gets great field position to start it out. I would expect them to keep the ball on the ground here. Going back to that first series, uh, uh, when we had McDevitt here running the ball, they, they ran successfully that uh, quarterback keep. Let's see if they come back to it. McDevitt looking over the defense, claps the hands, gets the football, fakes the handoff, looks to throw, deep pass to PRB, catches it, and he is going to score! Touchdown, Hilltoppers! 35-yard touchdown catch and run from McDevitt to PRB, but we have a flag. Uh, Peyton Roby Brown making a great contested catch there. He covered, uh, was able to grab the ball, rip it away from the defender here, unfortunately. Uh, laundry on the field. It's going to be a legal man downfield is the initial indication. And we're going to back it up five, do it all over again from the 40-yard line. It's going to be first and 15. Yeah, sometimes when you run those RPOs or run play options, those linemen are uh, expecting run, expecting run, and if the quarterback doesn't get the ball out quick enough, um, they can call you for an illegal man downfield. Looks like that's what happened right there. 
Hoffman and PRB to the right. Cam Russell out wide to the left. Novotny to the left of McDevitt. McDevitt looking over the defense. Claps, fakes the clap. Claps the hands this time. Gets the football. Looks to throw. Throws it to Russell. A slant. Catches it. Fighting for some extra yards inside the 25. Still going. Going to say he got to about the 23-yard line. That's enough for a Hilltopper first down. Cam Russell here with his first catch on the night. Showing his speed, showing nice hands, even in the rain, and then the power after it. You can see why uh, University of Wisconsin made him a preferred walk-on offer. Hoffman and Russell to your right. Novotny to the right of the quarterback, McDevitt. Claps the hands, gets the football, hands it off to Novotny to the left, cuts it up field, and he's going to get to just short of the 20-yard line. They're going to give him the 21, a gain of about three. Nathan Hale doing a great job here on the initial quarter of containing Tommy Novotny. You can certainly see that that's what the focus of their defensive game plan is. They're going to switch Russell back to the left. PRB in the slot to the right. Novotny moves to the left of McDevitt. Looking over the defense. No deep safety at all. Going to send a blitz. Fakes the handoff. Throws it to Russell. Caught again. And he gets tackled. Just sh They're going to give him the... Looks like the 9-yard line, and that's enough for a Hilltopper first down. Sorry, the 11-yard line, and that's enough for a Hilltopper first down. Same play we just saw here, just Russell lining up on the left side of the formation, running a simple slant, using his big body to shield the ball from the receiver or from the defender, and no safety to help out over the top. Same formation as before, just moved Novotny to the right of McDevitt. McDevitt takes the snap, gives it to Novotny to the left, has a lane, cuts it up field, and he gets ran out of bounds at about the six-yard line. It's going to be second down, going to be a gain of about six yards. It looks four yards. Yeah, yeah leaving that, uh, as you mentioned, no no middle safety here. It'd be <clears throat> nice play here to set up, take a, a Jude Ballinger or Will Grellinger, sort of run him just on a you know tight end delay right over the middle. Uh, for a touchdown, be wide open. That'll take us to the end of the first quarter. After one, it's Hilltoppers nothing, Huskies nothing. We'll be back in 30 seconds for the second quarter. This is Hilltopper football on the award-winning 101.7 The Truth. More of Marquette Hilltoppers football presented by Gruber Law Offices returns next. Hi, I'm Mike Jerkin, founder of Magic Productions. We're a sound video and lighting production company based here in Milwaukee. Our creative team will help you take your event to the next level. Magic has become a go-to option for concerts, fundraisers, and corporate events around Milwaukee and the country. As a proud Marquette High alum, I'm thrilled to have Magic Productions sponsor Marquette Hilltoppers Football. Learn more how we can bring creativity, passion, professionalism, and expertise to your next event. Please visit magicpro.com. That's M-A-J-I-C-P-R-O.com. Nothing like Friday Night Lights on the Gridiron. You are listening to Marquette Hilltoppers Football, presented by Gruber Law Offices on 1017 The Truth. Live from the broadcast booth, here is Evan Witt-Tallison and Joe Damask. Tonight's broadcast booth is sponsored by C.G. Schmidt, a proud Marquette University high school supporter. C.G. Schmidt is your trusted building partner for over 100 years. Learn more at cgschmidt.com. Tom, the Hilltoppers right from the sidelines, straight to the football. It's second and six. Two receivers to your right. Novotny to the right of McDevitt. PRB wing to your left. Claps the hands, takes the snap, fakes the handoff, looks to throw under pressure, keeps going, throws it into the end zone. It's going to 
the incomplete PRB, the closest receiver. And uh, just running a, uh, an arrow route uh, into the flat there was PRB. Crossed the formation, but never getting more than about two, three yards past the line of scrimmage. Even if it was completed there, uh, he would have been tackled at about the two, two three yard line. PRB checks out of the game. Two receivers to your left is Russell and Hoffman. Novotny to the right of McDevitt. Claps the hands, gives it to Novotny up the middle, and he's going to get stopped for no gain. It's going to bring up fourth and six. Marquette's going to be bringing out their uh, field goal unit, it looks like. Eric Schmidt checking into the game. They kicked the field goal here, very short field goal on fourth and eight. They're going to say he lost two yards on that. So he was 45 yards away from 1,000. Now he is 47 yards away from 1,000 yards on the season. They're going to be kicking it from the left hash. Just a little longer than your extra point. The kick is away, and it is good. The short field goal by Eric Schmidt is good, and it is 3-0 Hilltoppers. We're going to leave it here, and, we'll, you know, the first two drives from the Hilltoppers, the Huskies able to keep them out of the end zone, and they've done a good job of limiting uh, Novotny on his carries right now. Yeah, I mentioned that, you know, he's got to be the focal point of their defensive game plan and, and rightfully so with all the you know talents he's shown this season uh, but they've done a nice job containing and you know part of that has to do with the weather and you can see a little bit of an uneasy footing part of it has to do with that offensive line you know uh, having a new left tackle in there and Mike Nolan and and getting him to to mesh with his uh, left guard partner Gabe Miller here uh, as, as the game goes on I expect Marquette to continue to turn to Novotny and continue uh, to try to establish that run game here as they kick off. Schmidt kicking off from the nearest hash to our press box here at Nathan Hale Sports Complex. Waiting for the whistle to be blown in and ready to play whistle is in. He runs up to the ball. Kick is on the ground again, bouncing inside the 10, fielded by one of the deep backs for the Huskies, and he gets brought down quickly, and Lytel with the return, and it's going to be first and 10, about the 26-yard line of the Huskies. Nice tackle there on special teams by number 16, C.J. Raider, coming down the middle of the field, coming from that number four spot in the kickoff uh, unit, just steamrolled the uh, uh, returner right there at about the 30-yard line. You know, there's about a 99.9% .9 chance the ball will be going to Lytow. The question is, is it going to go to the left or the right or up the middle? We have two receivers right, one to the left. The whistle blows in for the start. You struck a quarterback in the shotgun, takes the snap, gives it to Lytow. Pit, uh, double reverse pass, and it's going to be caught and tackled immediately is Lytow, and it's going to be uh, second down, great tackle, by Monreal. Yeah, Monreal just comes up from a safety position and lights up the receiver. They tried a little bit of trickery there. Handoff to Lytel, flips it to the receiver who pitches it back to the quarterback. Risky move in this type of weather here, but Marquette was able to read that. Monreal came up and uh, made a big hit. Second and seven for the Huskies. Talking to Coach Kliskinski before the game, uh, he talked about that they might throw everything, including the kitchen sink here tonight, and they got to be ready for everything. Going to be a bunch, uh, sends a man in motion, takes a snap to Lytel to the left, 
and he's fighting his way for maybe a yard or two before being brought down. It's going to bring up third down with about 10 minutes to go here in the second quarter. And Hale trying to um, mix up their formations. First down, they run basically their spread formation, spreading two to the right, two to the left here. They, as you said, came out in a bunch formation, tried to um, run it straight up the gut here. That didn't work very well. They haven't been successful uh, trying to run up the middle here. Um, let's see if the adjustments Marquette made, uh, they can counter from Hale here. It's going to be a spread formation for the going to be a spread formation for the Huskies. Two receivers each way. Takes a snap, looks to throw. Throws a swing pass, caught, and tackled. Makes one man miss initially, but then tackled quickly, and it's going to be a loss for the Huskies. And it's going to bring up fourth down and a likely a punt. Just a swing pass to their left side, uh, to their slot receiver there. Josh Knacker, the senior, uh, comes up from his outside linebacker position or overhang position, as it's known in this defense, makes the initial hit. Uh, he slides down sort of to his ankles and uh, is able to break that tackle, but uh, number 24 on Marquette comes up, uh, that being P.J. Uh, O'Brien. So great uh, team effort there. Monreal back to receive this punt. Caden Lee in the punt. Send a man in motion. Snap is away. The kick is almost blocked, but is away. And we're going to have poison. It's going to take a... Husky bounds all the way inside the 25-yard line to about the 22-yard line, and that is where the Hilltoppers will take over this possession at their own 21-yard line. Yeah, Marquette coming in tonight uh, looking to uh, sweep the Huskies this year. The JV squad won 28-6 last night. Freshman squad won 55-6 last night. Uh, for the freshman team, Cadre Lee had three touchdowns. Walker Ford, F-150, had two touchdowns on the night. Tim Schuler had a touchdown. Peter Driscoll had a touchdown. And uh, Connor Gomond had an interception return for a touchdown. So uh, a lot of names you're hearing uh, are going to be names you're going to see next year and the year after. But uh, a great uh, performance by the two sub-varsity squads last night. McDevitt and the shotgun sends a man in motion, takes the snap. Pitches it to Novotny to the left, has the goal, goes to the 20, cuts it inside and gets tackled at about the 29-yard line. They did a pitch play to the left, found some room for him, and he picks up about eight yards there. Yeah, best run of the night so far for Tommy Novotny there, just taking it on the toss going left uh, for about seven yards. Going to be second and three after that seven-yard carry by Novotny. One receiver out wide to the right. Uh, Cam in the slot to the right. Sends Russell in motion. Takes a snap. Looks to throw. Pass it to Hoffman. Caught, and he's going to get brought down at the 36-yard line. And looks like the Hilltoppers might have got away with one as it looked like Nabotny was moving with Russell before the ball was snapped, but I didn't see anything if they didn't. Came right back. <laughs> <laughs> came right back to that slant that they came uh, to Russell, this time going to Hoffman there for a positive gain. PRB in the slot to the left. Cam Russell out wide to the left. Hoffman to your right. McDevitt. Clap the hands. Takes the football. Looks to throw. Deep pass down the field to Hoffman. Caught by Hoffman. And he gets roped down at inside the 25. They're him the 23-yard line. Great catch and run by the Hilltoppers. Great catch by over-the-shoulder catch by Hoffman. Yeah, Hoffman coming into the night with 23 catches for 318 yards. That was a big play there of about 45 yards, just a, a fly down the right sideline. 
Hoffman tight to the right this time. Same formation other than that. Husky showing blitz. McDevitt takes the snap, fakes the handoff, Ooh. and he gets sacked immediately. Oh and they're going to give the ball to the Huskies. I thought he was down, but the officials say he wasn't. And it's going to be Huskies football. Yeah, they just shoot two linebackers uh, through the A-gaps, and the center can only block one of them there. Took Marquette by surprise a little bit, and he was right on McDevitt's uh, lap by the time the ball got there. They timed it up. They timed up the snap count very well on there, and uh, just a, a, a great play uh, by the Huskies more so than any mistake there by the Hilltoppers. Yeah, just perfectly timed blitz, and it's going to be Husky football at the Looks like the 37-yard line for the Huskies. Going to be sh the shotgun formation with Lytel directly behind the quarterback with the fullback to his left. Going to be tight a uh, tight end to your left and a wing to your right. Takes the snap, gives it to Lytel off to the right, looking for some running lanes, and he's going nowhere and gets tackled. Maybe after a gain of one, Josh Knacker in on that tackle. Yeah, Knacker sets the edge very well there uh, on the outside, and Murphy Monreal comes in up from a safety position to clean up the mess. So nice play there. They've uh, done a good job. Uh, the Huskies come in at 1-7, and seven, but, you know, they've played uh, some very close games. They only lost, I believe, to Brookfield East by one point uh, a week or so ago. 14-13. Yep, uh, so they've got uh, the capability of hanging with some of the tougher teams uh, in the conference this year, and right now at 3-zip to zip in the in the second quarter, they're certainly doing so with Marquette. Takes a snap, gives it to Lytel to your right, looking for the corner, keeps stretching it to the sideline. He finds a corner, and he runs out of bounds. And it's going to be about a couple yards short of the first down. Hale maybe doesn't have the strongest uh, offensive line you've seen this year, uh, but Lytel has the ability, uh, and talking to Coach K, he's, he's got the ability to make his own uh, holes. He's got the ability to, you know, as we saw here, uh, get to the outside uh, and just make his own plays, his own cuts, and uh, create yardage all on his own, uh, regardless of uh, the guys up front. Third and four here, same formation. The wing moves to the right of the formation this time, likely a run to your right. It's going to be a run up the middle with Lytel, and he gets tackled immediately, and we might have a flag down. I thought, yep, we do have a flag down. It came out awfully quickly in the area of holding, I believe. Husky's trying to get a quick snap off here uh, to, to get the two yards for the first down. We'll see what the flag is. Stopped him for no gain. Holding on the Huskies. They're going to decline it and bring up fourth down. And the Huskies keeping the offense out there this time on third and four. Nope, here comes the punting team. They're just sending them in late. Lee coming in to punt. Coach Klastinski here showing a lot of confidence in his defense and defensive coordinator uh, James Becker uh, declining that holding penalty. To Novotny and Russell back, I mean, Russ, uh, Monreal back to receive this punt. It's going towards the sidelines again, and Monreal fields it at about the, they're going to say the 26-yard line, and he goes out of bounds immediately. Trying to eliminate that husky bounce that we saw the last time. Yeah, Marquette coming out here uh, back on offense, up three to nothing with six minutes left here in the first half. Let's see if they can get some uh, action here on this next drive. 
Right now, this is the lowest scoring first half for the Hilltoppers. They're going to have three receivers to your left right away. Look like they're going to be bunched together wide to the left. Russo at the numbers. Uh, Hoffman and PB, PRB just outside the hash. Whistle comes in. Novotny to the quarterback's left. Takes the snap. Going to move to his left, looking to throw under pressure, and he's going to get sacked again, and it's going to be a big loss for the uh, for the Huskies getting that quarterback sack. Always tough to take your right-handed quarterback and uh, roll him out to his left, try to flip his uh, hips and shoulders and and make a throw here. Even more difficult when the, with the footwork you see um, McDevitt here struggling to get his shoe back on. Looks like he got stepped on, uh, but he's staying in the game here. Hoffman and PBR out, PRB out to the right. Cam Russell out to your left. And we have a... Let's get a timeout by the Huskies. Timeout by the Huskies. And uh, we're going to leave it here. And I want to get your thoughts. The offense has uh, been struggling a little bit to get it going. What adjustments do you see the Hilltoppers having to do here tonight to get this offense going? In weather like this, of all games, not to get that running clock going in the in the first half, Evan. But um, but certainly here, I think um, you got to go back to um, what's gotten you here, what's gotten you um, uh, the offensive production that they've had this year. The reason why Tommy Novotny is knocking on the door. Uh, of a thousand yards, and that's just establishing that run game, coming back to it, regardless of, um, you know, if we have a new tackle in there on the left side, regardless of the weather, they have to come back to that. They've got to ride those horses in front of them. Gabe Miller, um, you know, you got to come back and run behind him and, and senior center Matthew Fessler uh, and those younger guys, Ingrisano and Nolan, bring them along for, for the for the ride here. But I think they establish that run going left with Tommy, and that's what's going to get uh, some points on the board. Same formation as before the timeout. McDevitt claps the hands, gets the football, gives it to Novotny up the middle. He finds the lane, cuts inside, gets to the 30, 35, 40, 45, 50, 40, 30, 20, 10, 5. Touchdown, Tommy Novotny takes it in from the 19-yard line of the Hilltoppers all the way to the house to make it 9 to nothing. Hilltoppers, and that puts them over a thousand yards and then some for the 2023 football season. Yeah, touchdown Tommy gets the thousand yard crown put on him right there. What a fantastic play. They they did what we had just been talking about. They came back, uh, they run right over that left uh, guard. Gabe Miller springs a block on the outside. Good downfield blocking by the receivers for the long touchdown. 81 yard touchdown run there for Tommy. The extra point is up, away. And it is good with 5.17 to play here in the first half. It's Hilltoppers 10, Huskies nothing. We'll step away for 30 seconds. This is Hilltopper football on the award-winning 101.7 The Truth. More of Marquette Hilltoppers football presented by Gruber Law Offices returns next. Capital Insurance Agency in Brookfield is an independent, local, family-owned insurance broker that has been helping families and small businesses for 47 years. Capital Insurance's long-term customers are proof of their commitment to building relationships that last and are just not a transaction. The team at Capital Insurance takes pride in protecting you, your family, and your business. Contact Joe Sladke, a Marquette High class of 2009 graduate, as he and the staff at Capital Insurance are ready to assist you. Learn more at CapitalInsuranceWI.com.
We are back with more Marquette Hilltoppers football presented by Gruber Law Offices on 1017 The Truth. Now back to Evan witt and Joe Damask in the broadcast booth. Schmidt running up off the right hash, kicks his squib kick on the ground again, and it's going to bounce all the way inside the five, picked up at the sideline, and he's going to get pushed out of bounds at about the 23-yard line. That's where the Huskies are going to pick it up. And Marquette making a concerted effort here on each one of their three kickoffs here to squib it down the middle. I think I think the reasoning behind that is they've got uh, Lytel back deep. They want to try to keep it out of his hands as much as possible here. He gets it on nearly all of the offensive snaps. So much as you can limit those big, talented players keeping the ball out of their hands, I think, is the uh, special team's plan here this week. Unsportsmanlike conduct call on Marquette here, and it's going to bring it up 15 yards from uh, where he went out of bounds. Second uh, unsportsmanlike conduct penalty on the Hilltoppers here tonight. Very uncharacteristic of these Hilltoppers. Sparse crowd tonight, with the which is understood, giving, given the bad weather here, there's uh, uh, just a, a blanket of umbrellas here in front of us trying to peek around them here, but... Uh, here's the throw. Swing pass, a, a rush for Lytel with the backwards pass, and he is going nowhere. Is he going to lose a bunch of yards? That's going to be a negative rush for Lytel. It's going to be a rush because it was a backwards pass. Yeah, lateral, just a, a flare pattern out to uh, the quarterbacks right there. The, the thing about Lytel, what I've noticed in, in this first half, is that the first guy's not bringing him down. It took about three or four hilltoppers there. They were able to stop him for a loss, but he's not going down on first contact. That just brings the importance of team defense and team tackling here uh, even more so. He goes about 5'10", 180 pounds as the senior running back, Lytel, and he's definitely a, a built 180 and very tough, as you mentioned, to bring down. Going to be shotgun formation, Lytel behind you struck a quarterback, takes the snap, going to be an option, pitches it to Lytel off the left side, and he's going to go nowhere, and he's going to lose a couple more yards. It's going to bring up third and very long here for the Huskies. Yeah, nice pursuit there by uh, Mitchell Nigro off the edge. Uh, he tried to cut it back, and he, Nigro's waiting right there for him on the cutback. 3.56 here to go in the half. Hilltoppers up 10 nothing. They will get the body open the second half. At halftime, Alex Telez will have an interview here that you will hear on 101.7 The Truth. He will be talking to former Marquette High School student and current Marquette University High School student, Khalil Abir Gadi. He will be the halftime guest for Alex Telez. We're going to have spread formation, two receivers each direction. Lytel to the left of the quarterback takes a snap looks to throw goes to his lap looking to throw under some pressure throws it and it's going to be incomplete the receiver had to go up for the football looks like it was jeremiah morris the attendant receiver but he's unable to come down with it and it'll be fourth down and lee in for the punt and marquette they're dropping all but their three defensive linemen into coverage uh so not much of a rush there uh but they had you know, the other remaining eight all in coverage there. They had a shell over the top, and they had the middle linebackers drop sort of to cover that middle of the field there. So max coverage. Morris goes in motion. The punt is away. 
It's to the left sideline, a short punt, and it's going to go out of bounds. We'll see where the official walks up to it. We need the uh, the song from The Price is Right right now as he's walking up, and he's going to get to the 45-yard line. That is where Marquette will take over the football. It's going to be first and 10 at the Husky 45-yard line. Inconsistency from the uh, Hale punt game. Uh, one punt for eight yards, another one for about 50, and now we're back to about a dozen yards on that one. So mm. uh, hard to gauge, but... Uh, maybe a little more than that. But, most of uh, the most of the 50 was on the ground, though, personally, but still inconsistent. Going to have two receivers right, one to the left. Novotny to the right of McDevitt. McDevitt claps the hands, takes the snap, low snap, gets it to PRB on a jet sweep action, and he gets a tackle for a big loss back at the Hilltopper 45. Trying the end around there. Um, Connor Hackett there for West Ellis Hale played it nicely and stopped PRB for a big 10-yard loss. It'll be second and 20. 2.45 to go here in the second quarter. Two receivers right, one to the left. Novotny moves to the left of McDevitt. McDevitt looks over the defense, claps the hands, gets the football, gives it to Novotny up the middle. He gets tackled immediately by big defensive lineman in the middle. That was number 58, it looks like, Thomas Melody on that tackle. Yeah, and, and Hale doing a new, nice job getting some pressure there over the right guard. Uh, Novotny had nowhere to go. They grabbed onto him by his uh, shirt tails, and he was trying to pull him, but then his teammates arrived and uh, finished the job here, bringing up a third down and long. Novotny checks out to put his shoe back on. Dortley in it running back now to the left of McDevitt. Two receivers right, one to the left. Shotgun formation takes a snap, gives it to Dorley up the middle, and he's going to get a couple before being brought down. Minute 53 here to go in the second quarter, and it's going to bring up a fourth down, and we are going to have a timeout on the field. And the going to be timeout Huskies as they're trying to con- conserve some time. We have a minute 48 here to go before the half. They know... The Hilltoppers get the football to start the second half, so they want to try to get a score here to uh, make it a little bit closer going in the locker room. Yeah, Marquette just runs the draw play here, forcing uh, Hale to use their last timeout, uh, knowing that you know completing uh, third and 18 in this type of weather is, is, is pretty uh, unlikely. They bring out their star punter uh, to win the field position battle, sort of flip the field here. Uh, Hale's got about... Slightly less than two minutes here to go. What will likely be about 80 or more yards here on this drive. Yeah, Schmidt coming into the game. 10 punts for 408 yards, averaging 40.8, just under 41 yards per punt. And he has four inside the 20. Looking for number five inside the 20 on the season. The snap was a little bit high the last time. Looks for a little bit better snap here this time. They're going to send the house here at him. It's a high snap over his head, and he's going to just fall on it, and the Huskies are going to have great field position in the red zone to start this drive. I don't know about that. They snapped it about three yards over his head, but he he would have had plenty of time to recover. They weren't bringing much of a rush. You don't know that when you're running to get the ball and you got your back to the defense, but he just sort of dove on it. He he did have time to pick it up and probably get at least a decent punt away, but uh, he just falls on the ball. Hale starts at about the 23-yard line. 
you know, he probably could have picked it up, and I'm guessing perfect weather conditions, he probably does try picking it up and punting that ball. But it is a wet field, wet football. You know, you don't know where the defenders are at that point because your back's to the line of scrimmage, and you just want to prevent a scoop and score. And trust the defense, who have not given up very many points. 72 on the season, I believe. Vitell deep behind the quarterback, takes a snap, fakes the handoff, looks to throw under pressure, and he is roped down by Josh Knacker. Comes off the edge, and it's going to be a big sack, taking him outside of the 30-yard line. Coach Becker, they're just calling a whip blitz off the uh, off the left side, the weak, weak outside linebacker. They had a, a receiver, number 14 for the Huskies, wide open down the seam. Uh, Luke Shanning was wide open, but too much pressure in the face of you struck for him to be able to see that guy streaking down the middle. Uh, huge play for the Hilltopper defense there. Malik Lee and Evan Meyer check into the game. Fisher checks out of the game, and it looks like... Can't tell who checked out. I believe Roder checked out of the game for more of a nickel-type formation here for the Hilltoppers. Yeah, Malik Lee, the star of last week's game, the player of the game. Let's see what he does here. Snap is away, gives it a jet sweep to the receiver, and he goes nowhere, and he gets roped down, maybe got a yard. The back was Luke Shaning, and he gets brought down quickly. Senior Nick Womack, the starting cornerback, uh, comes up from that position and just uh, sees the ball uh, go out on the pitch to... Uh, to Lytal and comes up and, and makes a big hit on him. Another loss of some yardage there. Timeout for the Huskies. I believe they should have zero left. They have one on the board, but I believe that was their third timeout of the half. But I guess the officials on the field know for sure as they are keeping track of that. I know the Hilltoppers had to use one, and I believe this is the fourth timeout we've had here in the first half. Trying to do math quickly in my head. I think the Huskies did use one earlier uh, in the first quarter just for some formational uh, things that they saw out of Marquette. That's always, you know, a point of emphasis. You try to save those timeouts till the end of the halves in case you need them in situations like this. We're going to have two receivers out to the left, one to the right, uh, two to the right. One is close to the... the uh, the tackle there sends him in motion. The tight end goes back to his right, looking to throw deep. It's going to be a screen in the middle, and nowhere to go. Great job reading that screen. One of the linebackers, I can't tell who it was, but great job reading that screen for the tackle. Might have been a lineman, actually. Looks like it might have been Kowalik. Yeah, Kowalik and also Silent G, uh, Pelle Arbani, both did a great job of screen recognition there. And uh, we're able to drop back and, and make the play. Fourth down, 10 seconds to go. Takes a snap, looks to throw, swing pass, and it's going to be incomplete. And there will be three seconds left on the clock. Turnover on down. And the Hilltoppers will take over, and we'll see if they just take it to the locker room or if they try one deep pass down to Russell or Hoffman. Yeah, big play there by junior Evan Meyer. Uh, they just tried to swing pass out to Lytel. He got his hand up, batted it down. Uh, great play here. Uh, if I were Marquette, I'd just take a knee and bring it into halftime. I would too, but, you know, he had a great catch and uh, great throw and catch by Hoffman um, on what led to the field goal. So might as well maybe try it again. There are going to have two receivers to your right. 
McDevitt in the shotgun formation. Russell in the slot. Hoffman wide. Takes the snap. Gives it to Novotny to his left. Gets across the line of scrimmage. Fights his way. Breaks the tackle. Cuts the cross back to the 40. 45. And going to get roped down just beyond midfield. And that's going to take us to halftime. And at halftime, it's Hilltoppers 10. Huskies nothing. When we come back from break, you hear Alex Telez's halftime interview. This is Hilltopper football on the award-winning 101.7 The Truth. More of Marquette Hilltoppers football presented by Gruber Law Offices returns next. Truth, reason, and tolerance shaped our U.S. Constitution. But those building blocks of democracy are under attack. Big tech social media splits us apart, hurts our children, and causes violence and terror in our communities. Be a part of the change. Go to counterhate.com to learn more. When you're high, you feel different. But if you feel different, you drive different. So don't drive high. Brought to you by NHTSA and the Ad Council. It is halftime of Marquette Hilltoppers football presented by Gruber Law Offices. Now to Alex Tellez with your halftime. Hello and welcome to the Marquette University High School Hilltoppers halftime show and the award-winning 1017 The Truth. I am Alex Tellez here, joined by Khalil Albergati. Khalil is a class of 2023 alum who started this fall at Marquette on a full tuition scholarship from the Urban Scholar Program. Khalil, how are you doing today? I'm doing great. How about you? <laughs> I'm doing great myself. It's a great Friday. Now we can just jump right into this. Marquette High has a reputation for growing young men as a whole student. How do you think the school's culture helps with this development? Yeah, um, the culture is a big part of it. It's like from the moment you get there at school, there's an expectation of like excellence. Um, it, it wasn't like middle school where I went to or some of the other high schools that my friends went to where you can get by without putting in work. Um, it always kind of required a proper effort. Um, yeah, and then people always mention, like, the Marquette Brotherhood as well. Just the fact that everyone there wants what's best for you, um, and there's always going to be, like, someone in your corner. Oh, yeah, no, definitely. And then you started this fall at Marquette on a full tuition scholarship from the Urban Scholar Program. Can you discuss some of the requirements for you getting that scholarship? Yeah. Um, well, one, they required what they consider good academic standing, um, they haven't really told me exactly what that means, but my understanding it's around like a 3.5 or higher GPA cumulative. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they also look for people that uh, need financial help or uh, like other other help in terms of getting into college. Um, but yeah, there was there's like an interview process where they just chose candidates based on like like I said their academic standing and how much money they needed as well as just their character and things they do outside of school like charity work and things like that. Yeah, and then you can you can just touch on that and discuss a little more on like all the work that you put into getting that scholarship. Yeah, um, I I did <laughs> I don't want to say I did a lot of charity work, but uh, it was a big part of what I did at Market High. I would go to a place called City on the Hill frequently where I would help with their community outreach. Um, I would help a lot at my church, just things like that that would help around it in the community. Uh, and then, like I said, just keeping my grades up, doing as much as I can in and outside of school. And then I know you said you had a lot of encouragement and great surrounding during your time at Marquette High. Who would you say are some of the people that really helped push you to get you where you are right now? Yeah, um, I'd say number one, probably a tie between Mr. Howard Paez and um, Mr. Thompson. Uh, 
ever since I got there, they were both just right there in my corner helping me every step of the way. I came to what was formerly known as the Pride Homeroom. Now it's Brothers of Culture. And I was one of two freshmen there. And Mr. Thompson kind of just took me under his wing the entire time. And it, it was just really helpful, either talking to me about, like, how my day was or how school was going, how home was, things like that. And then Mr. Howard was also always there for me whenever I was going through hard, ah, sorry, <laughs> when I was going through hard times, um, letting me stay in his office or just talk through things. I, I really, really miss both of them. <laughs> no, yeah, definitely. That's awesome. And then uh, what would you say helped you the most at Marquette High to get you where you are right now? I'd say probably just the formation of a good work ethic. <laughs> um, just, like I said, those adults really helped me, but also my teachers kind of always wanted what was best for me. I don't think you get that at a lot of other schools where you have those teachers always pushing you to be the best you can be. So, yeah, yeah. Yeah, from all these interviews I've done, Marquette High's environment, you can just tell, is special. This is the Marquette University High School Hilltoppers Halftime Show and the award-winning 1017 The Truth. I am Alex Les here, joined by Khalil Albergati. Khalil is a Class of 2023 alum who started this fall at Marquette. Capital Insurance Agency in Brookfield is an independent, local, family-owned insurance broker that has been helping families and small businesses for 47 years. Capital Insurance's long-term customers are proof of their commitment to building relationships that last and are just not a transaction. The team at Capital Insurance takes pride in protecting you, your family, and your business. Contact Joe Sladke, a Marquette High Class of 2009 graduate, as he and the staff at Capital Insurance are ready to assist you learn more at capitalinsurancewi.com pollution from trucks is a public health crisis diesel burning trucks belch dangerous levels of pollution and communities living near ports and along freight corridors breathe especially high levels of this dirty air but this crisis has a solution my name is Sasan Sadat and I work for Earth Justice I'm working to clean up our air quality, particularly for communities that bear the burden of diesel pollution. For the sake of our lungs, our health, and our climate, the future of trucking in this country has got to be zero emissions. Until then, I will never rest. Earth Justice is a national legal nonprofit defending the environment and people's health. Earth Justice is fighting to save lives, protect our climate, and strengthen our economy through the shift to zero emissions. If clean air matters to you, visit us at earthjustice.org. Earth Justice, because the earth needs a good lawyer. a place to meet up before or after the game? Less Lucky Town of Wauwatosa is the place to be. A community gathering place for almost 30 years. Less is also the perfect spot to grab a bite to eat and watch the game. Less is a proud supporter of Marquette High School Athletics. Check out their latest menu features and upcoming events at less.com. Less Lucky Town, 7208 State Street in Wauwatosa. Visit less.com. Join the livest radio show in Milwaukee, Nothing But The Truth, with Melanie Ricks. Listen every weekday from noon to 1 p.m. on 1017 FM, 1510 AM, WGKB, Waukesha, and W269DL, Milwaukee, a locally owned Good Karma brand station. This is Halftime of Marquette Hilltoppers Football, presented by Gruber Law Offices on 1017 The Truth. Hello and welcome back to the Marquette University High School Hilltoppers Halftime Show on the award-winning 1017 The Truth. I am Alex Celeste here, joined by 
Khalil Albergati. Khalil is a class of 2023 alum who started this fall at Marquette on a full tuition scholarship from the Urban Scholar Program. I want to first say again, congrats on your full tuition scholarship from the Urban Scholar Program. Has your time so far at Marquette been everything you've wanted it to be? Absolutely. I I love it here so much. Um, from the first week, even at orientation, I know I belong here. Uh, I have more friends than I've ever had. I have more free time than I've ever had. Um, you know, classes are challenging, but not nearly as much as they would have been if I had got the Market High education. Yeah, and then can you maybe touch on the diversity at Market High and how, how that's been for you there? Yeah. Um, when I first got there to Market High School, I was a little shocked by um, how not first it was at first. I I don't know. <laughs> when I first got there, I came from a middle school where it was pretty split 50-50 between white and non-white students. Um, but, like, joining the Pride and Birds of Culture homeroom really helped with that. Um, and as I got to, like, my junior and senior year, I never really noticed a difference in diversity. It, it just never, I guess, bothered me. <laughs> it just became what was normal. Oh, yeah, definitely. And then, as we stated, you are currently at Marquette uh, right now. Can you talk about some of uh, the classes you're currently taking and what you're studying? Yeah, so I'm a physiological sciences major, uh, soon to be in the pre-dental program. Um, I'm taking chemistry, bio, uh, like basic English class, foundations in rhetoric, um, theology, and just like another core class that is a little hard to explain right now. Um, But I'd say my favorite class has to be uh, either chemistry or English. Chemistry is on brand for my major, but... I'm I'm finding a, a lot of fun in writing right now. Okay, okay. And then if you could go back to Marquette High right now, what is something you would tell a current student student to help them prepare for their time in college? Mm, um, make sure you form your work ethic early because it you kind of hit the ground running in college. Yeah, definitely. I can agree on that one for for sure. <laughs> and then a uh, final question here. Can you also discuss what is your end goal and what do you want to accomplish at your time during uh, Marquette? Yeah. Um, well, like I said, I've like decided to try to become a dentist in the pre-dent program. Um, but I'm not super sure about it yet. I think generally I've just always wanted to help people. That's why I've done so much service most of my life. Um, also, just being part of like a Christian community most of my life has helped with that. Um, so... I guess like a baseline goal would be just to have a positive impact on my community. I I don't know. That's pretty generic, but I want to try my best to make sure my presence is felt. Oh, yeah. I could definitely uh, agree with that. That's awesome, man. Uh, Congratulations again on your full tuition scholarship from the Urban Scholar Program. And I really appreciate you coming on and taking the time out of your busy day to do this. Yeah, for sure. Thank you. Uh, Yeah, no problem. You have a good day. You too. Bye. That was Khalil Albergati. Khalil is a class of 2023 alum who started this fall at Marquette on a full tuition scholarship from the Urban Scholar Program. I want to thank Khalil again for taking the time out of his day to do this. As we are set to kick it right back to play-by-play hosts Evan Wittalison and Joe Damask live from Hart Park for the call of tonight's game. This has been your Marquette University High School Hilltoppers halftime show on the award-winning 101.7 The Truth. 
Marquette Hilltoppers football is presented by Gruber Law Offices and sponsored by Capital Insurance Agency, Magic Productions, Annex Wealth Management, C.G. Smith, Left's Lucky's Town, Liberty Engineering, and Marquette University High School. Hi, this is Rick Schmidt, CEO of C.G. Schmidt. For over 100 years, our family company has been creating exceptional facilities that improve the lives of others. We provide professional construction management services and have a passion for building and improving our communities here in Milwaukee and throughout the state. We are honored to be a longtime builder and supporter of Marquette University High School and are proud to sponsor Hilltoppers Football. Learn more about us and our construction services at cgschmidt.com. Good luck to the Hilltoppers from C.G. Schmidt. At Annex Wealth Management, we believe every portfolio tells a story. After all, we've analyzed thousands. Some reflect diligence and fortitude. Others, a mishmash of overlapping investments. When Annex reviews your portfolio, we spot what works, what might not, and then provide unbiased suggestions free from sales commissions. Every portfolio tells a story. Let's work on yours. Investment, retirement, tax, and estate planning. As a fee-only fiduciary, that's our story. Head to AnnexWealth.com. We need each other because every someone needs someone else. We need each other because when we work together, we can do so much more. We connect more children with what they need to grow up healthy, educated, and safe. And that's what Child Fund is all about. Because when you make someone's world better, you make everyone's world better. Child Fund, because we need each other. Learn more at childfund.org. That's childfund.org. Is there anything sweeter than the crisp sound of a driver when it connects purely with the ball? Many golfers evaluate the quality of their shot by the sound it makes. You may feel the same about your financial plan. Something doesn't seem, look, or sound right. Think of Annex Wealth Management as financial swing doctors. We'll give you the truly objective analysis that comes from a fee-only fiduciary with no products to push or commissions to chase. If you need help, talk to our pros. Get started at AnnexWealth.com. Have you noticed bad behavior has become normalized at interscholastic athletic events? Some fans seem angry. They lack civility toward one another. Some even get aggressive and unruly. Time out! What is going on? This has to stop. Let's not forget, school sports aren't just about winning. And they're definitely not an excuse to take your frustrations out on the official or the opponent. They're about teaching lessons like perseverance, respect, and empathy so students can learn and grow as people, not just as players. We all have a role to play in setting a good example for our students and teaching them these important values. So fans, it's time to step up your game and behave positively at Interscholastic Athletic Events in Wisconsin. This message presented by the WIAA and the Wisconsin Athletic Directors Association. Losing sleep lately, the job, the house, the headlines, or investments? How about the feeling your investment partner isn't a partner at all? They might be operating in someone's best interest, but that someone isn't you. It's time for Annex Wealth Management. It's easy. Head to AnnexWealth.com, click the Get Started button. We work in your best interest as a fiduciary. That commitment runs so deep, we put it in writing. Does your advisor do that? Know the difference with Annex Wealth Management. Start at AnnexWealth.com.
We are back with halftime of Marquette Hilltoppers football, presented by Gruber Law Offices. Now, back to Evan Witt-Tallison and Joe Damask in the broadcast booth. Welcome back. It's the second half action here at the West Alice, West Alice Sports Complex here in the C.G. Schmidt broadcast booth. As mentioned, tonight's broadcast booth is sponsored by C.G. Schmidt, a proud Marquette University high school supporter. C.G. Schmidt is your trusted building partner for over 100 years. Learn more at cgschmidt.com. And Hilltoppers are up 10-0 here going into the second half. The mandatory three-minute warm-ups are underway here as both teams are on the field getting ready for the second half. Some Stat leaders here in the first half. Tommy Novotny, nine carries, 117 yards, and a touchdown, a long of 81. McDevitt, five carries for eight yards. McDevitt is also four of five for 75 yards, throwing the football. Thad Hoffman, two catches for 48 yards. Cam Russell, two catches for 27. Go to the... Uh, West Dallas, they have held Lytow to 31 yards on 16 carries. And the West Ale Huskies have 24 yards of total offense going into the second half. And the Hilltoppers with 118 rushing yards and 75 passing yards in the first half. McDevitt did get sacked uh, twice, or, yeah, twice. And the Hilltoppers have a couple of sacks as well. And it's 10-0 here at halftime. Joe, what are some of your key takeaways from the first half, and what do you need to see here in the second half from the Hilltoppers? Well, with the lousy weather that we have out there this evening, you expected uh, a low-scoring half, not like uh, we've been used to the last month and a half or so, getting a running clock. Uh, either in the first half or shortly into the second half here. Uh, that's not the case. Uh, we've really seen uh, offensively about two big plays uh, from the Hilltoppers, the long run, uh, long touchdown run by, uh, by Tommy Novotny, and then uh, the 45-yard fly pattern to Hoffman down the right sideline. So uh, the big plays that we're used to seeing offensively have been limited because of the weather. And uh, and don't discredit the uh, the efforts from the uh, Nathan Hale defense, they've come up with a, a good game plan. And, but for that one 80-yard run, I've really locked down uh, Novotny. Without that run, I think it's, you know, eight carries for about uh, 30 yards. So if, if Hale can keep that game plan up, eliminate the big play, uh, they could stick here with Marquette. Marquette's going to get the ball, though. Coach Klostinski, I'm sure, is preaching. We, we're going to come out. We're going to establish the tone. We're going to, you know, make this our house. Um, come out, show why they're going to be uh, fighting for a, uh, a, a number two or three seed here uh, as we have the playoff selection show coming up tomorrow morning at 9 o'clock. Yeah, well, tomorrow, I think I believe it's 10 o'clock. Tomorrow we will know who the Hilltoppers' opponents are going to be. Likely a game at Hart Park. More than likely a game at Hart Park. I say that because you never know what the WIA is truly going to do. They gave, a, uh, for example, Park High School a home game last year, and they probably should not have been the higher seed. So never know what they really do sometimes. But we got to finish this game first, and we're just about 
about to have kickoff here, and Novotny and Monreal back deep for the Hilltoppers, standing at about the 15-yard line, ready to field this kick. Kicker runs up to the ball. The kick is on the ground. Squib kick fielded by Novotny at about the 15. He's going to his right. Cuts up the middle. Finds the lane. Crosses midfield. 45, 40, 30. Novotny is gone. Touchdown, Hilltopper. Picked it up at the 15. Took it 85 yards to Pater. And it's 16-0. How about that on setting the tone? Uh, that's exactly what we were talking about coming out starting the second half with a bang that backfired on Nathan Hale they tried to squib it down the middle to eliminate the big run back uh, uh, try to keep it away from those two deep returners Novotny scooped it up didn't look pretty at first until uh, he hit those jets at about the 35 yard line and he was gone no one was catching him at that point that is his second kickoff return for touchdown on the season had a 95 yard return a couple weeks ago at the same field to open up halftime. Schmidt, the kick is away, and it is good. And what's the expression from Yogi Bear? Deja vu all over again, because we're on the other side, Joe. Right. And Novotny took the opening kickoff against West Dallas Central, 95 yards, pretty much the same direction, into the end zone for that touchdown, and we get to see it again about two weeks later. Yeah, just an explosive runner. We've known that uh, all season long. But the feel of this kickoff in a game that's tight like this, uh, 10 to nothing at halftime rather than the you know the, the lopsided score against West Dallas Central here, this play is much more impactful. Uh, it, it keeps the, uh, the, uh, the warmth they had from the uh, locker room at halftime just up on the sidelines. You see the hilltoppers, uh, those on the sidelines up and fired up. And, and those big plays, are, those are what – make these close games uh that much more exciting so uh great job by the special teams there great blocking up front and and novotny finish it off with that explosive play novotny up to 22 total touchdowns on this season schmidt runs up to the ball the kick is away this time it's a high booming punt going to be fielded at about the five yard line by lytel and he gets roped down quickly hilltopper grabbed him by his shoe and put him down Marquette brings out its 3-4 defense here to... Uh, Evan Meyer on that tackle. To start off the second half here, they'll have their same starters out on the field. Uh, again, anchored so far by that strong linebacking core uh, on the outside of Mitchell Nigro and Josh Knacker. One change, Meyer staying in the game for Roeder. Meyer will start the second half at the middle linebacker position next to Schramm and Nigro. Shotgun formation, Lytel directly behind the quarterback, sends a man in motion, takes a snap, gives it to Lytel up the middle, and he gets a maybe two before being brought down by a host of Hilltoppers. What you really see and what you like to see out of that Marquette defense is uh, all 11 of those guys are willing and able tacklers. They're not afraid. Those guys, those safeties in the secondary, even the cornerbacks we mentioned, Nick Womack before, willing to rally to the ball, stick their nose in there, uh, get the shoulder down and make tackles here. And uh, part of the strength of this defense are those two safeties coming up to help out in the run game. They're going to say he got a gain of three. Going to bring up second and seven at the 27-yard line of the Huskies. Break the huddle, going to be a spread formation, two receivers each direction. Lytel to the left of Ustruck, the quarterback. 
takes the snap, gives it to Lytel off to his right, and Nigro there, and he breaks that tackle and gets the first down. Should have been a stop at the line of scrimmage, but gets away from Nigro and gets the first. Yeah, sometimes uh, good players just make big plays like that. A nice first down run there by Lytel. Uh, initially hit by Mitchell Nigro, he's able to break that tackle, which is uh, uncharacteristic there of Mitchell, but um, again, they were in that packed information. They spread it out now. That brings the safeties out, and they can't pack it in and help out so much in the run game. I fire West Dallas Hale. I'd stay in these formation and try to run um, Lytel. Takes a snap, gets it to Lytel up the middle, and he gets about four, three yards before being brought down. Did have the same formation, just switched Lytel to the right of the quarterback this time, and they're going to give him four yards. Yeah, that, that packed information or bunch formation we've been talking about, they sort of switch in and out of it. Marquette's not fooled by it. Uh, if I'm the offensive play caller for Hale, I, I don't go back to that. The success has been when they're in the spread, spread out those safeties, and, and uh, that's what they're doing here, bringing trips to the bottom of the formation. Trips to the right, stacked. Two receivers behind. The receiver on the line takes the snap, going to run Lytel that way, and tackled by Monrio and... Another hilltopper looks like Shrem, and he's going to get a couple yards before being roped down. Monreal there quickly from the safety position, offering support, and they are going to get him for a short game. Yeah, the battering Shrem there. He's uh, known for his power up the middle, stuffing those A-gaps here. Um, you know, he's not going to let any of those offensive players uh, shoot up the uh, up gap. But uh, what he is here to do shows a little bit of versatility, going sideline to sideline here, helping... Uh, Getting help from his teammate, Monreal. Two receivers right, two to the left. Takes a snap, option pitch to Lytel, and he's going to be close to the first down. They're going to say he's short. Nope. Yep, they're going to say he's short of the first down. Depends on the one, one staying by the line of scrimmage. You struck again, uh, trying to run that option. We saw he had problems in the first half. Uh, maintaining uh, the slick ball here. That's a, the option uh, is is a difficult play to run uh, and get the timing down when it's sunny and clear. Uh, here, you want to get the ball into the hands of your best player and Lytel here. So uh, they've been doing well getting it to him and tosses and off tackle here. The option really hasn't worked too well for him. They're going to say he got no gain stopped at the line of scrimmage. His forward progress stopped at the line of scrimmage before he fought through there. It's going to be fourth and four. Huskies are going for it. Shotgun formation takes a snap, gives it to Lytel, bobbles the handoff, and he is going to be close depending on the spot. We'll see if they're going to give him the first down, but it is going to be very close. Nope, they're saying first down Hilltoppers. The wide judge on the Husky side thing. Those first on Hilltoppers, and the Hilltoppers will take over the football at the 44-yard line with great starting field position. Uh, Lytel there, try, he gave, is not for lack of effort that they didn't get the first down. Not much help up front on the blocking, twisting, turning, uh, trying to get that first down. You like to see the effort out of the young man there, um, but Marquette was able to uh, stop him up. Less than a foot, I would say, from the first down marker. Two receivers right to the left. Spread formation. McDevitt in the shotgun. Novotny to his left. Showing blitzes the Huskies. Sends a man in motion. Claps the hands. Takes a snap. Gives it to Novotny up the middle. Gets a, a small hole. Goes through it. And he's going to fight his way for a gain of about two or three before being brought down. Yeah, Marquette. 
uh, usually likes to run their zone or their force plays, you know, on the edge and look for the cutback here. A little more difficult in this type of weather. They've been, you know, just running a lead. They've been using that tight end there to sort of loop around and, and run the lead up the middle. Two receivers left, one to the right. Showing blitz is the Huskies once again, looking like they're going to go up a gap. They back out of it, looks to throw. Pass to Hoffman again, and looks like it might have been off his helmet, and it's going to go incomplete, bring up third and eight. Yeah, nice coverage there by the uh, left cornerback for Nathan Hale. Uh, hard to see across the field in, in, the, in the rain and the sort of the fog we're looking through here to get the number here, but he had Hoffman blanketed down that right sideline. That's the same play they ran in the first half for about a 45-yard gain there. Not fooled this time. Step for step with him was the uh, defender for Hale. Same formation for the Hilltoppers. Cam Russell wide to your left, PRB in the slot to your left, and Hoffman out wide to the right. Going to show blitz up the middle and off the edge. Takes a snap, blitz is coming, they pick it up, throws it down the field to Hoffman, has a step, and overthrows him. It's going to be fourth and eighth. Russell had a step, but McDevitt puts it a little too in front of him. Yeah, Russell had about six steps on the guy there. There really was uh, not much coverage there. It's a you know tough night to throw it, uh, but here Russell on the other side of the field on the last play uh, of Hoffman and uh, took a shot. Trying to go for a, for a big touchdown there. He had him open, just missed him uh, in, in these bad elements. Jeremiah Morris back to receive this Eric Schmidt punch. The last punt over Schmidt's head by about three feet. Leak Lee and Joey Spano out as gunners here coming down to make a play. They're going to fake it. Roder up the middle. He's got enough for the first, and he fights his way to the 20-yard line. Snaps the ball to the up back. Bryce Roeder, and he gets a big game, but we have a flag down, it looks like. Yeah, Bryce Roeder. Legal shift on the Hilltopper, and it's going to be fourth down again. Now that's disappointing. Bryce Roeder, uh, no uh, no stranger to that running back or having the ball in his hands, uh, was a running back as a uh, freshman and sophomore, also played linebacker, but uh, now in his starting role here trying to, uh, take Hale by surprise. They certainly did so, and it was a great run. Unfortunately, uh, a procedure penalty brings it back. I'm guessing they're going to punt for sure this time as it's going to be fourth and the long. Better snap this time. The punt is away. It's a high punt. Fair catch caught by Lytel. He's going to let it go, and it's going to be a touchback. It's going to be first and ten. Huskies at the 20-yard line. Yeah, Marquette, smart play there. Um, this is going to be a field position battle here going the rest of the way. Uh, Hale hasn't shown that they can sustain long drives outside of that first drive that they had um, to start the game. Uh, ball just uh, called for a fair catch there, uh, let the ball smartly run uh, through the back of the end zone. Marquette will uh, start the series out with Hale on their 20 going to be first and 10, as you mentioned, at the 20-yard line of the Huskies out of the huddle. Going to go more back to that bunch formation that you were talking about before. I'm going to have three receivers out of that bunch formation to the right. Lytel, the deep back, takes the snap, give, fakes the handoff. Quarterback's going to keep it, and he's going to get tackled. Nope, he did not keep it. He gave it to number 14. 
Yeah, Husky. Luke Shanning, the ball carrier. Yeah, Huskies uh, fake the dive play. Uh, Marquette bit on it with their uh, middle five there. They run Shanning on the end around. Nice job, though, staying home by Josh Knacker. Was able to turn the play inside. You, you preach to those backside uh, linebackers, stay home. Watch for the counter. Watch for the reverse. Uh, he did just that right there. Very disciplined defense uh, by Marquette there, Josh Knacker in particular. Three receivers right, one to the left. Shock. One receiver to the right, three to the left. Sends a man in motion. Gives it to Lytel up the middle. Fighting his way and finds the corner. Gets a short game before he's brought down. Got to get my rights and lefts correct here in this half. I'm <laughs> 0 for 2, I think, on that so far. Yeah, a little bit of misdirection there by uh, Nathan Hale. They bring the slot receiver in motion. Uh, jet sweep type of formation. Fake the ball to him. Come back. Uh, to lie tell here, but uh, uh, take Kowalik there uh, playing right defensive end, stayed home, made a nice play, a nice tackle there by Kowalik. Fisher checked out of the game. Uh, Rex in the game at nose tackle. Silent G kicks out to defensive end, sends a man in motion, takes a snap, looking to throw. Under pressure, has to scramble. He's going to have a, might have enough for the, hope he's going to be short of the first down. Nice pressure there. Uh, by Marquette forcing Ustruck uh, to step up in the pocket. And then we have uh, Bryce Roeder, who had dropped back about eight yards uh, into coverage, come up and make a nice tackle. Uh, I don't know, either a, a short loss or maybe a, a yard gain on that. Yeah, it looks like they might have gave him a yard. But if he continues up the middle instead of trying to cut it back to the right, he has a fighting chance for the first down. Instead, he went to the right and didn't get it. Punt by the Huskies again. The punt's away. It's going to go off to the left and go out of bounds. Um, those in the stands, we do need that ball back as it's rolling towards the stands there. And it's going to be first and 10 Hilltoppers inside the Husky 40-yard line. Yeah, at this point in the, in the season, Nathan Hale really has nothing to lose. They're 1-7. They're playing a competitive game here. They've just got to go for it. When they get fourth and, you know, under three, you know, what's the point of punting when your your punter's averaging about 12 yards a punt? It just it doesn't make sense. Uh, you know, you got nothing to lose. Just go for it at this point. It, it would be my philosophy if I'm on those Hale sidelines. And you're 1-7, and seven and you can try to play spoiler here with the playoff seedings coming out tomorrow. Why not go for it? We're going to have two receivers to your left. Navani to the right of McDevitt. H back to your right. Sends a man in motion. Takes the snap. Looks to throw. Has time. Throws it across the middle. And it's incomplete. Bounced off the ground. Almost intercepted. Yeah, double tight ends there, Ballinger and Grellinger. Uh, I had mentioned earlier about, um, you know, that middle of the field there sort of being open. They tried to test that there, did offensive coordinator uh, Jake Josetti there. But uh, nice coverage and uh, underthrown there by McDevitt. Same formation, Cam Russell out wide to your left with Hoffman in the slot. Novotny moves to the left of the quarterback. Husky showing blitz. Takes the snap. Fakes the handoff, going to keep it up the middle, and he gets to about the 35-yard line before being hit hard and brought down. Uh, Just sort of a zone read action there, faking Novotny going to the right. McDevitt took a big shot there. You might have heard me under my breath uh, saying, oh, geez, but he took a a shot to the helmet there. Let's see how he comes out. Looks like he isn't phased by it. Same formation. McDevitt looking over the defense. Husky showing all-out blitz. 
Takes the snap, rolls to his left, looks to throw, gets the ball away. Caught by Russo, makes a man miss, and fights to about the 15-yard line. First and 10, Hilltoppers at the 15. What a what a what a sneaky great play there by McDevitt. Uh, he's able he's got heavy pressure from two defenders in his face going to his left, which we talked about. Hits Russell for about a 20-yard gain. Roby Brown checks in the game, slot to the right with Hoffman out wide, sends him in motion, sprints back behind the formation, gives it to Novotny up the middle, makes one man miss, goes outside, makes another man miss, and fights his way for a Look to be a gain of about two or three. He doubles that, and it's going to be second and about five or six, depending on the spot. Yeah, the, the yardage gain there was a combination of great effort by Tommy Novotny, sloppy tackling uh, by Nathan Hale, just trying to whip him to the ground. That's not going to happen when you got a guy with that speed and balance. Same formation, Novotny to the left of McDevitt. Gets the snap, makes the handoff, throws it to Russell. Does he get in? He's in. Yes. Touchdown pass to Cam Russell. A 10-yard catch, and it's now 23-0 Hilltoppers. Great play. We, we've talked about that slant pass earlier in the game. They come back to it. it it's really an extension of their run game at this point. Uh, you know, Russell and McDevitt have been have been throwing that pass together for four years now. It it, it really was just like basically handing it to him. Um, and with uh, that great size of Russell, big touchdown. Schmidt in for the extra point. The kick is away, and it is good with 3.37 to play here in the third quarter. It's Hilltoppers 24, Huskies nothing. We'll be back in 30 seconds. This is Hilltopper football on the award-winning 1017 The Truth. More of Marquette Hilltoppers football presented by Gruber Law Offices returns next. Headlines, texts, emails, the TV, the computer, the phone, even your smartwatch every day. Market volatility can lead to anxiety and planning paralysis. No surprise, Americans report being stressed about their investment and retirement plans. Turn down the media roar. Dial up the planning. Put Annex Wealth Management on your side for investment and retirement guidance that includes tax and estate planning. Head to AnnexWealth.com. Click the Get Started button. Know the difference with a fee-only fiduciary. That's Annex Wealth Management. Nothing like Friday Night Lights on the Gridiron. You are listening to Marquette Hilltoppers Football, presented by Gruber Law Offices on 1017 The Truth. Live from the broadcast booth, here is Evan Witt-Tallison and Joe Damask. The kickoff goes through the end zone for a touchback, and it almost reached the track on the bounce there, and it's going to be first and 10 for the Huskies at their own 20-yard line. The first couple kicks, they tried kicking on the ground. The opening kick, they kicked it um, more deep, and it was returnable. This one was not returnable, and he. this is the leg that we know from Eric Schmidt. Yes, and it's taken a little longer for Marquette to get where they're accustomed to being here in the second half, but with about three minutes left in the third corner, up 24 to to nothing. Uh, this is where this defense pours it on, and they don't let their foot up off the gas. That's what I expect here in the second half. Pitches it to the slot receiver, and he's going to get roped down. Maybe a gain of one. That was Luke Shaning, who's another guy that does a little bit of everything. He can run, he can catch, and he can even throw a little bit. And he doesn't get very much there. It's going to be a no gain. Second and ten at the 20. 
Yeah, Josh Knacker really having a great game here. He's not, you know, he doesn't have that excitement factor that from a, like a Mitchell Nigro does, but he is steady. He does his job, and that's exactly what this defense needs out of guys in his position. Just a, a great job tonight by the senior. He should be proud. Spread formation, takes the snap, gives it to Lytal up the middle, gets a nice carry there, going to take it to about the 30-yard line, and that is going to be enough for a Husky first down. And nice push there by the right side of that Husky's offensive line, allowing uh, Lytel to slip through uh, there through the A-gap and get into the secondary. Uh, the thing about him, he really, once he clears level one, those defensive linemen, uh, it doesn't take much for get him right on top of those safeties. So Marquette's got to be careful not to give up the home run play to Lytel moving forward. Two receivers right, two to the left. Lytel to the right of Ustruck. Takes the snap, gives it to Lytel up the middle, and he's going to gain, fight his way for a gain of about, about two yards before being brought back. And you, you saw that spin move. I don't know if uh, you, you saw that, but the spin move there by Lytel is one of the, the prettiest spin moves. Just just effortless, uh, you know, making Marquette defenders miss. He's really an impressive back. Approaching two minutes left here in the third quarter. 24 nothing Hilltoppers. Second and eight for the Huskies from their own 34-yard line. Two receivers each direction. Lytel now to the left of the quarterback. Takes the snap. Another end around here. Reverse. And, ooh, what a hit by number five, Nick Womack. And, ooh, he's going to be feeling that one tomorrow. That's the second time that Womack has come up from his left cornerback position uh, to help out in the run game. Uh, just a great hit. I mean, that's a, that's a, those are the type of hits when you're playing the secondary that you dream of, those uh, you know sports center type highlight hits. That was a great hit there by Womack. And if he doesn't make that tackle, Shanning's going uh, to the house. There's really nobody there to make the stop. Touchdown saving tackle for Womack. It's third and four. Lights out to the right of the quarterback. And... We're going to have a false start on the Huskies. Back it up five, and let's try this again. Yeah, I think that one falls on the center. Everybody came off the ball except for the ball. So um, uh, you put the, they call it on the line, but uh, late snap there by the yeah. center. False, well, technically be false start on everybody but the center because, right. you know, you, yeah, you could call the center for false start, false start for more of a snap infraction, but if he doesn't snap the ball, it's his fault, but it's false start on everybody. <laughs> yep. Who moved? Because the ball play doesn't start till that ball is moved. Same formation as we just saw. Takes the snap, gives it to Lytel off to his left, and Knacker is there to make the initial contact, and about three other Hilltoppers bring him down to bring up fourth down. And here we go. We're a little more than seven yards shy of the first down here. As we talked about earlier, there's, there's 30 seconds left here. you got a quarter left in your season. Uh, and your punter's been struggling in the weather tonight, why not go for it? They might take it to the fourth quarter and discuss it um, during that quarter break. They don't have to run another play. And the punter is out there on the field. He's also a wide receiver, and Caden Lee, the senior wide receiver. And uh, we have 10 seconds left here in the third quarter, and that's what they'll do. We're going to take a break here as well. When we come back, it'll be the fourth quarter here at the West Alice Sports Complex at the C.G. Schmidt Broadcast booth. After three, it's Hilltoppers 24, 
Huskies, nothing. We'll be back in 30 seconds. More of Marquette Hilltoppers football presented by Gruber Law Offices returns next. High school, the most formative years of your son's life. At Marquette University High School, our Jesuit education will shape your son's identity, mind, heart, and soul. Our graduates are more likely to excel in college, earn an advanced degree, and learn defining personal values. The result of our transformational education? Transformed lives. Learn more at muhs.edu. We are back with more Marquette Hilltoppers football presented by Gruber Law Offices on 1017 The Truth. Now back to Evan Witt-Tallison and Joe Damask in the broadcast booth. After talking about it during the break, the Huskies are going to punt from their own 33-yard line. Monreal back deep for the Hilltoppers. The snap is away. The kick is away. It's going to the middle of the field there. Monreal fields it. Makes the initial man miss. Cuts to the right. Makes another miss. To the... Trying to make many men miss, and he's got nowhere to go. We do have a flag down. It might be a hold, or it might even be a face mask, as it did look like one of the Huskies' hands did get into Monreal's face mask. And as we sort out the penalty situation here, I just want to take a second here. Uh, uh, as the, the freshman concluded uh, a successful season, uh, freshman Marquette Hilltoppers this year ending up 5-2 and two in conference, 5-3 and three overall. Uh, I would like to thank uh, my assistant coaches, uh, uh, Chris Thompson, Bill Jarecki, Kevin Kaiser, Charlie Weber, and Dan Hollihan. And, and, of course, my favorite assistant coach, my son Brooks, was a first-year full-time water boy, so it was great to have him out on the field. And uh, the guys made him feel like he was a part of Marquette High. And, and the staff I, I have here at the freshman level is just amazing. We've been together for the most part for nine years. Uh, truly grateful. And, uh, you know, uh, as we work uh, with these guys and see them grow into uh, JV players and then the, the varsity players we see here out on the field, it's, it's very rewarding here to see these seniors play in their last uh, regular season game. First and 10 for the Hilltoppers after the five-yard face mask. Takes the snap. Fakes the pitch oh, to Novotny. Oh, McDevitt oh, has room. Oh, Gets to the 40, oh, 30, oh, 25, oh, 20, oh, and tripped up oh, at about the 15-yard line. Faked the pitch to Novotny. Took it up the middle for a big gain. It's going to be first and 10. Hilltoppers are going to say he got to the 14-yard line. What a play there by Peter McDevitt. Easily his longest rush of the season. And, you know, rightfully so, all of the Hale defenders bid on the run fake to Novotny. And McDevitt with a huge gain, 60 yards. More of a pistol formation this time. The back slightly behind Novotny, behind McDevitt as Novotny takes a snap. Pitches it to Novotny off to the left. Gets to the 15. We have a flag down. Gets to the 10 and ran out of bounds. Likely going to be a hold on the Hilltoppers. They just run a, a toss play moving left. Uh, Hale did a good job of stringing that out to the sideline. Uh, as if the weather wasn't bad enough. Looks like the rain here is even picking up a little more. Almost, uh, again, moving sideline to sideline here uh, across the lights. Just uh, heavy rain, but uh, I think that was a hold there on the left tackle there, Mike Nolan. Going to bring up a first and 20 for the Hilltoppers. 11-15 to go here in the fourth quarter. 24-0 Hilltoppers. Two receivers to your right, one to your left. Novotny to the right of McDevitt this time. Clock starts. McDevitt looks over the defense, sends a man in motion, 
takes the snap, looks to throw, has time, throws it to Hoffman. Hoffman makes one man miss and fights his way for maybe a gain of about two before being roped down. Just a simple hitch there uh, outright to uh, to Hoffman. Not much room. They had it nicely covered, uh, trying to break a tackle there, for, but uh, gets st stopped for a short gain. They're going to say he got one on that catch. Two receivers left, one to the right. They flipped the formation. Hoffman to your right, Russell out to your left, PRB in the slot. Huskies showing blitz. McDevitt points it out. Claps the hands, gets the football, fakes the handoff, throws it to Hoffman, oh. and... Uh, there's the, there's got to be a flag. Yep, there's the flag. I was wondering where that flag was. It should have been pass interference, and it will be. The three officials look at each other quick, trying to see if that is what they actually saw. But they tackled Hoffman in his route. I don't know if they're going to call a hold there on the defensive back or pass interference if the ball was in the air, but certainly uh, uh, didn't allow Hoffman to make a play for the ball. Should be pass interference, and it's going to be a first down regardless. Waiting for the white hat to indicate the penalty. Pass interference on the Huskies. Going to be an automatic first down, and it's going to be first and first and goal for the Hilltoppers. Big break there. They were struggling to uh, on that drive with the holding penalty here. That one got them out of the mess. Twins to your left, close formation to your right. Russell out wide to your left with Hoffman in the slot. Takes the snap, gives the handoff up the middle, nowhere to go, and he fights his way, maybe a loss of about two, and correction is still was second down as it wasn't enough for to gain. In college and high school, it's an automatic first down. In high school, in college and the pros, it's automatic first. High school, they just walk off the yards. Blake Mazurik there, the defensive tackle with a good play for the Huskies, overpowering the uh, right guard for Marquette. Empty backfield here on third down and about eight. For the Hilltoppers, Avotny out wide to your left. Russo and Hoffman in the slot. PRB out wide to your right. And we have a whistle. And we are going to have a timeout, Hilltoppers. We're going to leave it here for this timeout. And at this time, we're going to say thank you to Gruber Law Offices for being the presenting sponsor of high school sports on the award-winning 101.7 The Truth. Gruber Law Offices has been serving our community for over 35 years, and they are proud to be a part of the city of Milwaukee. If you or a loved one has been injured in an accident, call the winning team at Gruber Law Offices, and they will take care of you. They are there to help you 24-7 and have been serving Wisconsin for over 35 years. Make one call, that's all, at 414 Two seven six 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 six, or visit Gruber-Law.com. Hilltoppers coming out of the timeout in that same formation. You have PRB and Novotny out wide to you know to the wide side. PRB to the right, Novotny to the left. Hoffman in the slot to your right, and Cam Russell slot to your left. Grant Bollinger at tight end takes a snap, looks to throw. Throws it to Russell in the end zone, and that's going to be incomplete. Bring up fourth down and eight from the 12. And you got to think we're going to, yep, we will see Eric Schmidt in to attempt his second field goal of the game to make it 27-0. And nearly intercepted there uh, by number 
three on the Huskies. Aiden Lepaniak uh, made a nice play on the ball. They had Russell double, double covered there. Would have had to have been a perfect throw, which is maybe impossible on a night like this. But uh, Marquette here will line up uh, for what appears to be about a 30-yard field goal. McDevitt's going to have his down, knee down at the 20-yard line exactly. So it will be a 30-yard field goal from the right hash. Wind blowing across the field towards the Hale sideline. The snap is away. The kick is up, and it mm -hmm. is good. 30-yard field goal by Eric Schmidt is good to make it 27 nothing with 9.34 to go here in the fourth quarter. We're going to step away for 30 seconds. This is Hilltopper Football on the award-winning 101.7 The Truth. More of Marquette Hilltoppers Football presented by Gruber Law Offices returns next. Hi, I'm Mike Jerkin, founder of Magic Productions. We're a sound video and lighting production company based here in Milwaukee. Our creative team will help you take your event to the next level. Magic has become a go-to option for concerts, fundraisers, and corporate events around Milwaukee and the country. As a proud Marquette High alum, I'm thrilled to have Magic Productions sponsor Marquette Hilltoppers Football. Learn more how we can bring creativity, passion, professionalism, and expertise to your next event. Please visit magicpro.com. That's M-A-J-I-C-P-R-O.com. We are back with more Marquette Hilltoppers football presented by Gruber Law Offices on 1017 The Truth. Now back to Evan Witt-Tallison and Joe Damask in the broadcast booth. Running up for the football, the kick is the lowest swift kick again. Goes back the mid guy, bobbled by the returner, and he is makes a initial man miss, and he's going to maybe get to the 18-yard line before being run out of bounds. That was... Luke Shaning on that return. Yeah, nice play there by Joey Spano, the senior out of St. Mary's Visitation. And Elm Grove coming down from his right gunner position, uh, able to make a nice play. And uh, Hale will start off uh, inside their own 20. It's going to be first and 10 at the 19-yard line of the Huskies as the Huskies come in to take over the football here with 9.25 here to go in the fourth quarter. Not the position the Huskies want to be in as they – run the ball the majority of the time and they're not really a team to come from behind they're just trying to get something positive to end this game with going to be quarterback under center takes the snap pitches it to Lytel going to go up the middle and he's trying to go something he goes to the corner and he's trying to continue to stretch it out and he ran for about 30 yards but only got about a loss of one yeah just uh <laughs> just great great footwork he you know, bouncing around from uh, inside to outside and uh, making Marquette tacklers uh, miss. Or uh, basically, here he's a one-man show, though. If if you know, it'd be amazing what this young man could do if he had uh, some consistent blocking in front of him. But he makes the most out of what he gets and his opportunities. That's for sure. They're gonna say he got a gain of one before being pushed back. So it's gonna be second and nine from the twenty-yard line dedicated uh, Marquette fans out here. You see all the umbrellas, but they're sticking it out in this rainstorm. I do want to thank my mom, Mary, for coming out to our game last night and uh, watching the game in this rain, and it just shows the dedication of these Marquette fans and families uh, ready to cheer on their Hilltoppers into the playoffs. Yuschuk under center, takes a snap, gives it to Lytel to his left, and he runs into a wall and gets driven back. Shrem there 
who he gets ran into, and I think he's going to check himself out for a play as I think they both took a big shot on that one. Yeah, just uh, uh, sort of maybe one of a stinger saw me sort of shaking his head from side to side. Didn't look like helmet-to-helmet contact, more of, you know, shoulder there, and that's when you can maybe get a stinger. Uh, Shram looks like he's going to be all right. He's walking off on his own power and talking to the trainer. Doesn't seem to be anything serious, maybe just a few plays off. Yeah, it's either going to be the stinger or the C word, which I'm not going to say because we hope that's not the case for Shram. But that's typically what happens when you have that situation. It looks like they're checking the neck, so probably a stinger. Two receivers right to the little left. Shotgun formation. You struck going to throw a swing pass to Lytow, and that gets roped up in a hurry, and that's going to go for a loss, and that's going to be fourth they and might, long. Uh, they might they might have got Roder on a late hit there. Uh, he came uh, blitzing from the inside linebacker position. Uh, they threw the, the screen out into the flat, and Roder couldn't couldn't hold up on him. I don't know if they... Yep. Roughing the passer is what they're going to call. They're going to walk it off. 15 yards going to be a first down for the Huskies, and it's going to be bring it out to, to the 35-yard line, and that's going to be first and 10 for the Huskies. Yeah, we've talked about that on a few times this this season. Sometimes, you know, it's hard when you got a full head of steam going to to lay up uh, off the quarterback or you know a, a runner or receiver on the sideline. But you know, it's stressed by officials. It's something you got to do. It's something we coach and practice. Uh, it's just tough to to execute in the game sometimes. Two receivers right to the left. Ustruck takes the snap, looks to throw the football middle screen caught by Lytell, and he's going to get about seven yards, maybe six before being roped out. Great recognition there by Mitchell Nigro. He was blitzing there when he realized that the screen was being set up. He, he stopped uh, and moved back and was able to make the tackle there uh, for a, uh, what could have been a long gain. Uh, held him to about five yards there. Going to be second down here for the Huskies. From the 42-yard line of the Huskies. Same formation as before. Ustruck takes the snap, looks to throw, blitz up the middle, and he just spikes it at the feet. And that will be intentional grounding as you can't do that. No receiver anywhere to be found. He threw it at uh, Fisher, Fisher's feet, and that's going to bring up a third down well, for the Huskies. The thing about the screenplay is you try to take advantage of an aggressive defense that's blitzing or getting a lot of pressure here, but it's a play you can't use, you know, back to back to back. You know, if, if you want to use it, you know, it's sort of a, a sneak attack or, or a surprise. Take them off guard here. If you run it two or three times in the same series, it's not going to be as effective, and, and that's what they saw there. Marquette was ready for it. Uh, they had guys in his face, and he had to throw it to the feet of the defenders with no receiver in sight. And the intentional grounding's a double whammy as it's five yards from the spot of the foul. It's also a loss of down. So it's going to be third and very long here for the for the uh, Huskies here. I'm trying to see exactly how much, but according to the scoreboard, it's first and seven. So I'm not <laughs> sure exactly what's going on. Gives the handoff to Lytel on a sweep. And he gets tackled at about the original line of scrimmage to bring up fourth and ten. Yeah, that was a nice run uh, right up the middle by Lytel. Gain of about 14 yards, bringing up 
uh, as you said, the, uh, bring him to the original line of scrimmage. So it'll be fourth and ten here uh, with six minutes left in the game, down 27 to nothing. Going to punt the football here, down 27 nothing, 6.04 here to go in the game. And they were late substituting because I think they want to try to catch the Hilltoppers in a substitution as the punt unit is coming out with Monreal standing at about his own 35-yard line. They look like they're going to send the house. They back out of it. They do send pressure. And he gets tackled. The punter tackled in the backfield for a big loss. That was P.J. O'Brien on that tackle. And it's going to be first and ten Hilltoppers at around the right, either right inside or right outside the red zone, depending on where they said he was down. Yeah, Mark Ketch is bringing uh, P.J. O'Brien off the edge. He's a, a cornerback by trade here. Uh, they did a sort of a switch. Instead of having him uh, run down the field with the gunner, uh, they send him on a blitz. They have the safety slide over at the last second. He's untouched, uh, and uh, the punter had nowhere to go with the ball. O'Brien was right there, hit him right where he caught the ball. Great uh, call there by the Marquette defense. Dorley at running back for the Hilltoppers. Cam Russell out wide to your left, and we have a whistle blow, and it's going to be timeout. Nathan Hale, we are going to step away for 30 seconds. It's 27 nothing. Hilltoppers, 543 to go here in the fourth quarter. This is Hilltopper football on the award-winning 101.7 The Truth. More of Marquette Hilltoppers football presented by Gruber Law Offices returns next. When you're high, you feel different. Pretty obvious, right? You think different, talk different, but if you feel different, you drive different. So if you're high, just don't drive. Brought to you by NHTSA and the Ad Council. When you're high, you feel different, but if you feel different, you drive different. So don't drive high. Brought to you by NHTSA and the Ad Council. Get the truth and nothing but the truth with Sherwin-Hughes every weekday from 9 a.m. to 12 p.m. on 1017 FM, 1510 AM, WGKB Waukesha, and W269DL Milwaukee, a locally owned Good Karma brand station. We are back with more Marquette Hilltoppers football presented by Gruber Law Offices on 1017 The Truth. Now back to Evan Witt-Tallison and Joe Damask in the broadcast booth. Two receivers left, one to the right. Dorley in for Novotny at tailback. Sends a man in motion, takes a snap, gives it to Dorley off to the left. Finds a hole, gets inside the 20, fights his way off the tackle. Still going, pushed out of bounds inside the five-yard line at maybe the three. Dorley was not going to go down on the shoestring tackle, and he fights his way for a big gain. It's going to be first and goal the Hilltoppers at the two. Yeah, Dorley was smelling six points right there. He did, He wouldn't take no for an answer. Battling, breaking tackles, that's his right up his alley. This this type of weather is, is Jack Dorley weather. Um, so I would be shocked if they didn't come back here. Something over uh, left guard, center area here to Dorley. Uh, try to punch it in the end zone from about uh, two, three yards out. Hoffman and Russell to your right. Dorley to the right of McDevitt. McDevitt looking over the defense. Takes the snap, fakes the handoff, looks to throw, throws it to Hoffman and just off his hands, falls incomplete. It's going to be second and goal at the two. Yeah, McDevitt trying to, to hit his buddy uh, Thad Hoffman here in their last regular season game together. These guys have been close friends um, ever since, uh, you know, they 
walked in the, the doors of Marquette High four years ago. So uh, trying to get one to his buddy here in the last regular season game. It's going to bring up uh, second down here. Just take a shot with that quick pass here. Uh, with three, uh, Looks like yeah, we had a some penalty. Sort of penalty. Had a penalty on the Hilltoppers. Backed it up five yards. Not sure exactly what the penalty was. Probably a legal shift or too many men in the backfield or something like that. Same formation. Hoffman out wide to your right with Cam Russell in the slot. Dorley to the right of McDevitt. Takes the snap. Gives it to Dorley off the left side. He's going to fight his way. Fights his way in. Are they going to give him it? Yes, sir. It's close. They're going to say he's just short of the end zone, it looks like. Great effort again there by Jack Dorley. Reaches that... Reaches out, tries to hit that corner of the end zone on the left side, that pylon, and just comes up short. Dorley coming into the game with uh, 160. Oh, they oh, gave him the it score. They gave him the score. Oh, good for Jack. I didn't see the official indicate anything, but there are, were a bunch of players standing inside that far wing. Yeah, they, but they did give it to him. The Hilltoppers didn't go for two. As if they convert it, it'll be 35 nothing, and the remaining of this game would be a running clock. Going to have same formation they were just in with Russell and Hoffman out to your right. Gralinger in at the wing and Ballinger in at tight end. Sends Russell in motion, takes the snap, looks to throw. Plenty of time, scrambling to his right, nobody open. Going to throw it into the back of the end zone and dropped by Hoffman. And that's going to be no good and it's going to stay 33 nothing. Hilltoppers here at 517 here to go. And I think McDevitt should have looked to his left there on the swing pass to Russell. I think Russell would, be, would have been able to fight his way into that end zone. Yeah, they brought Russell in motion there coming across the formation from going from right to left. And they, they would have had him about a, a yard deep for that two-point conversion there. McDevitt did everything he could using his, his legs to extend the play, uh, giving Hoffman. He had him open. Uh, Hoffman, I, I think, just let the ball slip through his yeah. fingers in, in the wet weather here. But uh, going back to Jack Dorley, he had he had come into the game with 162 yards, averaging 5.4 yards per carry. I had that big run there to bring it down to the two and gets his first touchdown of the season. Schmidt in for the the kickoff here. I apologize to the listeners for missing that touchdown. The kick is a low squib kick again, and this one is going to be picked up at the five eventually by the returner and he is going to get tackled inside the 15 yard line and that's where the Huskies are going to take over again I do apologize for missing the touchdown call as I, it was unclear to me if he was in or not and I did not see an indication on the field it was just they put the ball at the three yard line for the point after I don't think I don't think you missed anything Evan there was uh, there was no clear call from the official there at the pylon where where Dorley uh, dove in so I think that the, the call must have come from the other side of the field uh, outside of our view here but um, again now uh, with five minutes left in the game and Marquette up uh, 33 to nothing I think we'll probably start to see some reserves you see uh, uh, Evan Meyer coming out onto the field you see number 90, so you're going to see some of the seniors coming out here. Going to be a timeout for the Huskies here, and we're going to leave it here. And as you mentioned, 5.09 to go here in the game. Hilltoppers up 33 to nothing. And tomorrow is when the Hilltoppers find out who they're going to be playing a week from tonight, more than likely at Hart Park. 
and it could be a lot of different options here that the they could uh, decide to put the Hilltoppers up against. But we find out tomorrow, and then it gets then it's time to get ready for work for level one of the playoffs. Right. And I know you guys have a. Uh, Something planned for tomorrow. You're gonna. We do. We we do have a uh, selection show. It's it's almost turning into sort of a March Madness type of feel. Uh, but we've got our guys coming in tomorrow morning at nine o'clock for that selection show. I think it starts at ten o'clock. Yep. But uh, you know we'll have some put together a little breakfast for the boys, and uh, it's a great experience. Uh, team bonding here uh, and that type of experience. Hoping for a two seed. Uh, maybe expecting a three, but uh, hoping to push into that two-seed category. Two receivers each way, takes a snap, gives it to Lytel, and he's fighting his way for a short gain brought down at the 15-yard line. Looked like the receiver might have been moving a little bit early before the snap, but doesn't get caught here, and it's going to be second down here for the Huskies. Yeah, really, just going back to finish that uh, last train of thought, there's three going into tonight, three uh, undefeated Division One teams left that you expect to get number one seeds. Uh, there are four one-loss teams, and then Marquette and McQuana go there um, in sort of that eight and ninth spot battling for that second speed, both with two losses. Well, one of those undefeated teams will lose tonight because they're, two of them are playing each other. <laughs> so we have two receivers left, two to the right. Ustruck takes the snap. Ball's on the ground and jumped on by the by the running back, and it's a different running back this time. Uh, I think looks like number eleven. Think starting to get a little bit chippy out there. You see number uh, fourteen for uh, for the Huskies uh, taking sort of, in my opinion, a cheap shot on uh, Mitchell Nigro there. That's Shanning. Uh, these guys, you, you got to be frustrated uh, from tonight and. Uh, frustrated from a season, but you gotta you gotta make sure that you keep your players under control and that nobody you know gets hurt in, in, in a game like this just because of frustration. Though referees got to get this under control. Spread formation. Brady here. Brower in at running back for the for the Huskies takes a snap. Quarterback going to keep a different quarterback this time, and he gets tackled hard after maybe a loss of a couple quarterback is Jose Valdivia looks like number eight on the Huskies uh, in a quarterback a senior maybe just trying to get some of these seniors their last couple snaps here on the field with about three minutes left uh, in their high school football careers yeah, typically he's a running back defensive back and kicker and he was playing some quarterback there it might have even been Caden uh, Lee in a quarterback to be honest but either way, he's in the punt of football now. Monreal back deep. Snap is away. Bobbles it, picks it up, kicks it away, and it's going to bounce just on the other side of the 50, take a Husky bounce to about the 40, 39, 38, and it's going to be down at the 38-yard line. The uh, Lytel tries kicking it a few extra yards, but eh, it's going to be down where you initially kicked the football. And uh, Marquette, uh, the snap was bobbled there by the punter. Marquette was not bringing any rush on that one. Certainly, I think if they uh, if they had brought any uh, any sort of rush there, that would have been another you know tackle of that punter inside the ten yard line here. Marquette uh, is going to bring out a number of reserves here. You can see uh, in the offensive huddle, Judson Hansbro, uh, senior running back, coming out there. Uh, Zarnecki out there as well. Right, Zarnecki had the big uh, touchdown. 
catch uh, at the end of the game last week. You'll see number 84, tight end Gavin Corey. Joe uh, and a quarterback for the Hilltoppers. Number of reserves, all reserves now out onto the field. Yeah, Luke Josetti coming up behind center. Two receivers right, one, two, two receivers left, one to your right. Hands Rose left to Josetti, takes a snap, gives the hands bro, cuts it off to his right, fights his way back up the middle, fights his way to the 45, still going, brought down at the 47 yard line just before midfield. Nice run by Judson Hansborough. Yeah, Hansborough just uh, running off right tackle there, uh, getting behind uh, big number 75, Charlie Ingrisano, uh, the junior that's uh, started all year uh, on the right side of the line. So great block there by Charlie Ingrisano, uh, springing Hansborough for a first down. Hilltoppers slowing it down quite a bit now, as we normally see, still going no huddle, but taking their time. Two receivers to the left, one to the right. They put Hansborough to the left of Josetti. They're waiting till the five-second clock starts, watching the back judge, and he starts the five-second count. Snap is away, gives the Hansborough up the middle, fights his way to about the 49-yard line before being brought back. It's going to bring up second down, minute 35 and counting here in this fourth quarter with the Hilltoppers up 33-0. Hansborough uh, does a nice job getting some positive yardage there. Dragged down by Sean Stone, the senior linebacker for Nathan Hale on a nice play by him. Same formation as they were just in. A minute 15 to go here in this football game. Josetti taking his time here, waiting for the back judge to start the five-second countdown before the snap. We got 10 seconds now. The hand goes up from the back judge. Starts the five seconds, takes the snap, gives the Hansborough, goes off to his right, crosses midfield, big run, gets the first down, still fighting his way, and he's going to get inside the 35-yard line to the 31 before being brought down. He was not going to go down easy. Yeah, no quitting these Hilltoppers, and that'll probably be the final play. They'll probably just take a knee for the last play, but you still see the excitement on the sideline when, when you get some of these you know, reserves into the game and, uh, you know, just the, the, the joy that these guys have uh, seeing their teammates succeed is, is what makes being a part of Marquette High football very special. And uh, it's going to wrap up the regular season here, Evan, but these guys uh, certainly plan to be playing football for uh, uh, the next few weeks into November for sure. Two receivers left, one to the right. They're going to run a play, fumbles it, and this takes a knee after fumbling the snap. They're going to try to get one more handoff to uh, to the running back, but he just takes a knee, and that will do it here at West Dallas Sports Complex. Final score, Hilltoppers 33, Huskies nothing. We will wrap it up and give our player of the game when we come back. This is Hilltopper football on the award-winning 1017 The Truth. More of Marquette Hilltoppers football presented by Gruber Law Offices returns next. Hi, I'm Mike Jerkin, founder of Magic Productions. We're a sound video and lighting production company based here in Milwaukee. Our creative team will help you take your event to the next level. Magic has become a go-to option for concerts, fundraisers, and corporate events around Milwaukee and the country. As a proud Marquette High alum, I'm thrilled to have Magic Productions sponsor Marquette Hilltoppers Football. Learn more how we can bring creativity, passion, professionalism, and expertise to your next event. Please visit magicpro.com. That's M-A-J-I-C-P-R-O.com. 
Meals from those years are hard to forget. It was all white bread and whole milk, hamburger casseroles and quiche Lorraines, all with a side of cigarettes. We ate salads as desserts. We knew a party was classy if it had a cheese log. And we never missed an after-dinner smoke. It didn't matter if we were in our dining rooms, a burger joint, or the ritziest of restaurants. There'd be an ashtray on every table. And that very particular flavor in every meal. We smoked for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. It's amazing that our food could taste like anything else. If that was you, then get your lungs screened now. Surviving lung cancer starts with a scan. Learn more at screenyourlungs.org. This PSA was made possible by industry funding and guidance from lung cancer patient groups. Capital Insurance Agency in Brookfield is an independent, local, family-owned insurance broker that has been helping families and small businesses for 47 years. Capital Insurance's long-term customers are proof of their commitment to building relationships that last and are just not a transaction. The team at Capital Insurance takes pride in protecting you, your family, and your business. Contact Joe Sladke, a Marquette High Class of 2009 graduate, as he and the staff at Capital Insurance are ready to assist you. Learn more at CapitalInsuranceWI.com. Nothing like Friday Night Lights on the Gridiron. You are listening to Marquette Hilltoppers Football, presented by Gruber Law Offices on 1017 The Truth. Live from the broadcast booth, here is Evan Witt-Tallison and Joe Damask. We are back here at Nathan, I'm sorry, West Allis Sports Complex as the Hilltoppers defeated the Nathan Hale Huskies 33 to nothing, And it was a tight game early in the first half. It was just 10 nothing at halftime, led by an 81-yard touchdown run by running back Tommy Touchdown Novotny, and opened up the second half with an 85-yard kickoff return by Touchdown Tommy to make it 17 nothing, and the Hilltoppers pulled away there to push the lead to 33 nothing. Final here. Final game of the regular season. Seventh shutout of the season for the Hilltoppers. Every victory, Joe, the Hilltoppers have had this year, as you mentioned it coming uh, coming out of the break there before we got our mics hot, every victory a shutout for the Hilltoppers. Right. The defense has been outstanding this season. Uh, great regular season, 7-2. and two. And um, the uh, player of the game, Evan? Yep. Tommy Novotny, 119 yards on the ground. Didn't get a lot of touches in the second half as – after his kickoff return, there wasn't really the need to, as the game was pretty much out of hand there. But Tommy Novotny, an 81-yard touchdown run, 85-yard kickoff return for touchdown. Really is the guy that blew this game open. Looked like the Huskies had him pretty much wrapped up most of this game. And then he broke one off just like that, 81 yards to the house, and it was quickly 10 nothing. Yeah, and I, and I think when you mentioned that kickoff return, the Huskies, you know, at halftime had to be feeling good about the way that they had played that first half, limiting this high-powered Marquette offense, uh, you know, the game plan that they had to stop. Novotny, other than that 80-yard run, uh, was very good. Um, but uh, that opening kickoff, that those big plays, those game-breaking plays, and that was a backbreaker. And and not only did it put up Marquette uh, 17 to nothing, you could just sort of see the wind go out of the sails of, of Nathan Hale 
And um, from then on in the second half, Marquette uh, was dominant uh, as they've been for much of the season here. Marquette's not done. Um, you know, these guys are, are uh, amped up for the playoffs. They're ready to uh, have a run deep into these playoffs. Um, they've earned a, a good seed, in my opinion. Uh, we're hoping for a number two seed, I, as I had mentioned, maybe expecting a three seed, but, but definitely a home game, uh, one at minimum here uh, as we uh, wrap up the regular season, Evan. Yeah, we'll find out about 10 a.m. tomorrow where the Hilltoppers are going to be seated and who that opponent will be. Make sure to follow 1017 The Truth on Twitter. Follow the Marquette Hilltoppers social media pages as well as the WIAA and find out where the Hilltoppers are going to be playing playoff football. Regular season is over. Great regular season for the Hilltoppers. But the work is not done yet as the goal is Camp Randall Stadium in a few weeks here. And the work starts again tomorrow for that second half of the season. Yes, Evan. Um, uh, just, uh, just a shout-out to here tonight to all the seniors, and not just the senior football players, but their families, uh, all the support that uh, Marquette has from its great fans that came out in this horrible weather tonight to support this group. Uh, just goes towards the heart of, of what Marquette is. And uh, Coach Klostinski, uh is going to get to work tonight, I'm sure, with uh, you know defensive coordinator James Becker, offensive coordinator Jake Josetti to start game planning for potential matchups um, and uh, get these guys ready uh, because a week from tonight uh, it's one and done and Marquette's going to be ready and, and hoping to keep this, uh, this great season uh, moving along and becoming uh, even greater in, in the history of Marquette High Football. And that will do it here for us here tonight at the C.G. Schmidt Broadcast Booth at the West Dallas Sports Complex. Thank you so much to my awesome producer, Rhea Riley, who is back at the studio at the 3rd Avenue Market Hall in downtown Milwaukee for my broadcast partner all season long and hopefully for several more weeks. Joe Damask, I'm Evan Wattallison. Final score, Hilltoppers 33, Huskies nothing. This has been Hilltoppers football on the award-winning 101.7 The Truth. Have a good night, everybody. Good night, Hilltoppers. This has been Marquette Hilltoppers football presented by Gruber Law Offices. One call, that's all. And sponsored by Capital Insurance Agency, Magic Productions, Annex Wealth Management, C.G. Schmidt, Left's Lucky Town, Liberty Engineering, and Marquette University High School. Join the truth next Friday night for another exciting game as the Hilltoppers kick off their playoff journey on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com.